0: You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. Tonight, we're paying tribute to the late Roger Moore as we take a look back at his first three Bond outings. You,
1: no trouble. Me, if, um,
2: You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. No! no! What with play first? Your spirit. All your money. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. God. The city is headed for a disaster of biblical proportions. What do you mean, biblical? What do you mean is this Old Testament? Yes. Mayor, real wrath of God type stuff. Set. fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness. Earthquakes, volcanoes. The sea rising from the grave. Human sacrifice. Dogs and cats living together. That's hysteria. Let die. Live and let
0: die. Live and let die. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Brian Elkins. With me tonight, Mr. Wahid Alkalazme. Hello, hello. All right, guys, we are talking Roger Moore. Uh, he recently passed away. We lost our first Bond here. Rest in peace, man. Rest in peace. Awesome Bond. Yeah, it's it's a, sh- it's a shame. We're going to start losing some of our Bond actors yeah, here. That's the shitty thing about life, man. Everyone dies at some point. Yeah, you know, it gives and it takes, brother. Yeah, at least these guys, uh,
1: you know, maybe when aliens come down in 3,000 years from now, what? or, you know, they're existing already on the planet. Aliens uh you know uh, at least these guys have a legacy you know i mean you, you know you have a legacy as as you grow as a human being which is you know your kids your house uh you know if you're a writer your books maybe but this guy you're gonna see his mannerisms and his face and his voice and, and the way he walks and
0: talks and you know he left that behind that's awesome that's, uh, that's a that's good legacy to leave behind man that's yeah well he didn't have to worry about like getting lost in like some little <laughs> film either like i mean he's Part of the Bond series, I know he's fucking Bond.
1: I mean, he was about to get lost into the abyss of unknown actors before Bond happened. He was on the Saint. Yeah, well, he created that too, right? Um, uh, I don't know if he created. it. I know he was the star of it. Yeah, so he, he but he did create a couple other movies before uh, Mr. Broccoli came over and said, "Hey, uh,
0: and he you gonna he have was to the lose some weight, Bond though. too." Man. He, he he was so he was he was when he first got casting anyway.
1: he, he was five years older than Sean Connery when Sean Connery did his last Bond.
0: Can't. Roger Moore did age a little bit better. I mean, well, he held on to it for a little bit. Um, toward a view, view to a kill. He was, yeah.
1: you know... It,
0: it's, dude, uh, the it guy has kinda.
1: had, like, five wives, man. You gotta, you gotta stay fit for him. <laughs> Not five wives at once. The guy... <laughs> Got married five different times. He's a playboy. No, no, no. We we got what you mean. Okay, cool. I was just making sure he's just, you know, you a know, podcaster. They got international
0: audiences, you know? Well, I mean, he didn't play James Bond. you know? If he, somebody's going to have five lives at once, you know? It would be him, you know? That's right. God, man. Uh, you know, that, that's, that's something interesting. I like watching this, some of these older Bond movies. Uh, well, his he started in the 70s. Yeah. And... Um, Yeah, man, just some of their attitudes towards women and how that's changed so much now. Oh, my God. You can't write some of the lines and what they did to those women. Although,
1: I have to say, I mean, we'll get to it later. Uh, He was very openly uncomfortable and like... Pinned it back in the day so it's not like he was trying to hop the feminism train you know in like the 90s or early 2000s but it's like dude i i don't want to twist a bitch's arm that's weird you know like i don't want to do that and but you know he had to do it he was bond you know uh he had to like manhandle some women which was uh man it's fucking cringing looking at it right now but um you can't yeah. you can't judge you can't judge an era you can't we, we gotta stop that as a society man you can't judge an error from the TV shows you're watching them. I mean, you can just observe it and say that was wrong. We should not do it. No, but, no.
0: I think, but I think we should point it out. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's not I, okay. I think, but yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, well, this was made in a different time. I don't think that makes the film terrible. Yeah. I no, don't agree do- with that. No, it
1: doesn't. Because I know some people will be like, oh, this film is shit because he did X, Y, Z. No. To- no,
0: I know people, man.
1: Um, he- no, I'm not saying that. Okay. Yeah, I'm cool. Just, yeah. yeah no. I don't agree with them. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. F- shut up, guys.
0: Yeah, movies are made in their time, they're of their time, and that has nothing to do with the quality of the filmmaking. Yeah,
1: get a fucking popcorn if you're over 21 or over 16 in Europe, grab a fucking beer and enjoy the goddamn movie and shut the fuck up.
0: Roger Moore. Now, he's he's coming after Sean Connery. I know there was that uh, George Lazenby, B. Uh, one Her Majesty's Secret Service mm-hmm. in there. Man, he, this is kind of when, and a lot of people criticize it, this is... Bond kinda got a little comical. It's a commercial bond. Got a little got a little
1: silly. Too many factors to that, right? Uh some of it is a um the producers wanted to go, okay, if we're bringing in a new bond, let's let's go ahead and go the complete opposite, you know? Gadget overload, women overload, um humor over- overload. Yeah, do all that. And then, you know, Roger Moore wanted to add his own thing to it. He didn't want to like follow and the footsteps of Sean Connery as being another Sean Connery. Uh, he lost weight, which he did not want to do. It's weird, man. I don't know if you ever, ever read his autobiography, but he talks about no, it. I but, read it. Yeah, Broccoli's like, yo, you got to lose some weight, bro. And he's like, uh, kind of like he dreaded doing that, but he did, man. He looks good in the suit. God dang, like.
0: Yeah. No. No. I mean, yeah, uh, Roger Moore's a good-looking guy. Well, yeah. One, uh, one, one handsome-looking motherfucker, man. Yeah. I, uh, uh, look. Yeah. They don't get. They don't uh, get ugly guys to play James Bond.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know.
1: I don't know, they got, no, no, they got the hots for Daniel Greggs too. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, you can't you can't have a, a ugly bond. Yeah, like Sean Connery's like dad Bond for me now, you know? <laughs> he's not, he's like he's like it's like my dad tried to play bond, you know, like watching those. And I'm like, uh oh, it's kinda weird, man. The guy's out of shape and he's got too much chest hair and
0: Got oh, like no, no, come hair out on, man, the, the, the chest hair rocks. What I like is like Doctor No's with those little teeny swim trunks. He's, <laughs> he's running around in, and it's just like uh, Sean, yeah. what are you, what's going on? And man, that's different
1: air. That, d- hey, bro, that's that's a '60s thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, d- d- different air. Uh, okay, so, um, so Roger Moore, back to Roger Moore. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what's your favorite blonde?
1: Out of out of the six? Yeah, yeah. Where are where, where you ranking here? There's there's one other guy, but anyways. Uh, TV movie, TV you know, made for TV movie doesn't count.
0: Oh wait, <laughs> yeah, are you are you talking about uh, David uh, David Nevin from Yeah, I uh, can't remember his last fucking Casino name. Royale. Yeah, that's that makes it six
1: officially yeah. six because you know the court ruled that they have to pay him as double oh seven. So come on, yeah, that was
0: no, it's not part of the Eon Productions, bro. I get, it, just, I get it. So yeah, so yeah.
1: out of the Eon Bonds, my my top one, um, oh, who? guess, guess who's my top one is? I told you about him, Timothy Dalton. Yes fucking love me Timothy Dalton man it's, it's a I mean, big choice I, man I, I know everyone fucking hates it when i say that I, I just i love that guy dude he's awesome man timothy dalton is is my bond um and then uh 2 is equal Roger Moore and uh Daniel Craig mainly more for personal reasons really than performance or anything like that and, um, you know, Sean Connery, man, I, I can't say he's, like, number three. I mean, because, like, Sean Connery, if it wasn't for him, you won't have a bond. You won't have, like, a a marker to go back to. Like, there's no marquee to the character. If it wasn't for yeah. him, because they could have gotten any other actor in the 60s and fucked it up. And that guy really just rocked it, man, you know? Yeah, he um, he brought something new to it. Yeah, man, he brought, like, the spy thing into it, the pizzazz, the womanizing thing, the uh the smoothness you know he he wasn't suave like yeah, there's a specific way for you to be like suave he was silver-tongued but like Roger Moore was suave i mean Roger Moore can just woo you with his hand you know like <laughs> it's so weird you know <laughs> <laughs> Roger Moore can woo you with your his hand, with his hand, and his eyes, you know, and, and and just the way he turns and looks at the camera, you know. He, all right, okay. The all camera right. loved his fucking face, you know. Sean Connery, let's be honest, you know, he he's a good looking dude. He's he's not fucking Roger Moore, man. You know, I mean, oh wow,
0: okay. He's Tommy Lee Jones compared to Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> Hot, hotness ranking aside, oh, yeah. Uh, no, I, I, dude, I really don't know what. Like, I was gonna say, what about yours? Yeah, who's? I don't know who my favorite Bond is. You know, like uh, I don't, I can't, I can't. I don't know if I can say like who my favorite favorite is. I, if I had to pick, it would, it would probably be either Sean Connery or or Pierce. Yeah, Pierce Brosnan was great. Or too. Roger Moore. It'd be yeah. one of those three. I feel like I have to because those are the ones just, I I've just, I've just lived with their performances for so long, you know? Grew up with, yeah. And, yeah. And I don't there's know, a, man. There's a love there, there's a history there.
1: Maybe five years from now, uh, I don't know if you'll be doing a podcast five years from now, but if you are, and uh, <laughs> I hope you are, these are fun. Um but if if you are man, uh, you know I don't know. Like five years from now, it could be like, oh man, Daniel Craig is the fucking shit, you know. Um, and then you. No, I like sucks. Daniel Craig a lot. Man. Yeah, I know, no, 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 I know. Yeah, but I I don't know. I mean, his last performance, which is so like, that was just disappointing for me. But it is. No, but I, I
0: thought he was good in that though. I mean, regardless of what you think of the movie, I thought Daniel Craig was great. My answer to that is uh, honest trailers, man. <laughs> Really? I, Dude, I, I, you know, I, they, I those guys
1: know. expressed it better than I could ever, ever express. Uh,
0: I, I feel like every actor that plays Bond, that. Bond needs that third, like once they get that third movie. He had a shitty third film. Except Roger Moore. His best bond was his third. No, no. They all had the all of them had great third films. Connery had uh Goldfinger. Yes. That was Moore wonderful. Moore had uh Spy Who uh, Love Me. Yes. That was wonderful. All right, Pierce had Dollar. The World is not it. enough. Which yeah, the world is not okay. enough. Ugh, come on. I think I think it's okay. All right, It's got Denise Richards. But I think I think uh-huh. it's okay. All right. Yeah, well, I
1: mean Denise Richards made that film. And then but, yeah. Skyfall. I mean Skyfall was his Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That oh, was my God. Third, yeah. You're right, yes. Uh, and Skyfall was fantastic. Sorry. Yeah, I'm talking uh, about the last debacle. You know, I don't, I don't, I'm not even. Uh, Spectre. Yes. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to even call out its name because it just pissed me off so much.
0: Yeah, but yeah. Was, that's the one you just like. Yeah, I, I See, I like yeah. that one. I like that
1: one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. He's like, yeah. moving on. <laughs> <laughs> r- go ahead and like the wrong shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, hey, no, there is no right or wrong, man. Here's the thing with Bond. That's true. There is no right or wrong. There are things you're gonna like about it because it did something to you. When you're, if you're a guy <laughs> and you're like 11, 12 figuring out what women parts are, any Bond film you see, you're gonna love. And if you're a girl figuring out what guy parts are, any Bond film you see, you're gonna fall in love. So, you know, I mean, there is no right or wrong with Bond, man. You just watch it and you just take the silliness uh, with a grain of salt. Although I have to say that Miss Barbara Broccoli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she uh, her new take on the greatness of Bond, uh, really worked, man. I'm I'm so glad she took that in that direction because it really made yeah. it of our time, and it kind of like gave us a capsule of of our crises and political thinking around the world right now um in these films that she's she's done now you know quantum
0: solace aside because that was a bullshit fucking plot uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know yeah it's, it's, come got on. Its, it's got its moments it's got its bond elements to it you know?
1: yeah su- some uh but yeah i mean that, that that was that was a really cool new direction Because uh, yeah, after a while you kind of get tired of the gadgets you're like fuck man you're operating the car from your little Fucking joystick, you know Pierce Brosnan. Like while you're
0: in the car, and then it's just so weird, man. And see, I I like the gadgets, and then like I'm okay with the movies that don't have the gadgets too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm okay with both. I mean, okay, I'm there
1: for the Bond. You know what I mean? Moonraker. I mean, not to shit on Roger Moore, but I mean that was that was a product of way too much gadgets, man. Moonraker was just the fucking worst.
0: Well, you know that that's that's a point I want to I want to do want to bring up with. the difference between Sean Connery films and the Roger Moore films, I feel like, in terms of their series, is. Gadgets. Sean Connery set the trend in pop culture. Mm-hmm. You know, like, even if you go back and watch uh, Catch Me If You Can, like, Leonardo DiCaprio's in the uh, mm-hmm. the same suit and he, he wants to drive the same car that uh, yeah, Sean yeah, Connery yeah, has yeah. in Goldfinger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, There's that, that silver sports car. Yeah, yeah. right. That's the more. They want to. S- like, Bond is setting the trends in, yeah. in that. Roger Moore's series. They're following trends like "Live and Let Die,"s black exploitation, uh, kung fu films, and uh, "Man with a Golden yep. Gun." You know, uh, just so much of his films are just like they're following these these trends in pop cultures. And Moonraker was a complete response to Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, Moonraker was like I
1: don't think they even wanted to do that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think they did either. I think I think they they pulled it to do it earlier uh, just because of the whole like space alien and Star Wars.
0: Yeah, well, I think it came out the same year as Alien. They um, they wanted to... Uh, yeah, but
1: you know how it is. Like, war goes around town like, oh, they're making yeah. another fucking space movie. Oh, a space movie. Let's, let's make our own space movie. I think they were going to do For Your Eyes only after... Uh, yeah, and I'm God glad God they, they did me. not fucking do it right but, then. But yeah. It is yeah, it yeah is. I'm glad they waited too. Yeah, me too. Because that would have been a product of their following everyone, not like, a, hey, let, let's kind of go back to try to be us for a little bit, you know? Because they went back to being them with that one. Yeah, because, like, yeah, but I agree with you. But, hey, you know, like, look, with all its faults, they're still fucking entertaining. Like, we were talking about this uh, a couple weeks ago when we decided to do this podcast. Uh, So Sean Connery is your dad's Bond. Uh, I don't know how old most people are that are listening to us. But, anyways, the way I see it is Sean Connery is, like, the dad Bond, right? Uh, Roger Moore is the, like, up to 13, 14-year-old Bond, the one that you love between, like, 10 to 13, 14. Then you get yeah, into I like... Yeah, because he's just silly and he has these funny one-liners, you know? Uh, you know, and actually as an adult now, I kind of find more humor into him too because they're such fucking stupid dad jokes, you know? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, Bond, I need you. Like one of the girls, like one of his like vixens goes, Bond, I need you. And he goes... So does England. And just like jumps and I'm like, that's fucking hilarious, you know, just so bad and awesome. Uh but he's definitely like your adolescent kind of bond. And then you get into Piers Brosnan and you get into uh you know uh Timothy Dalton and, and and Daniel Craig, and they're kinda also in between. They're not fully one or the other, but there's yeah, a clear there's a clear distinction between Roger Moore is a funny playboy that plays with gadgets and cars and uh, cuts loose with women. And Sean Connery, which is more stern. I'm a spy. Uh, I can have fun with women, but it's not really cutting loose. I'm more stern, and I'm gonna seduce you. I'm the you know I'm the seductor kind of guy, you know. So that's the big difference between the first and second bond, in my opinion. But they're both fucking brilliant, man. Who am I to judge their fucking performance? Except Moonraker. Fuck Moonraker. That's why we're only <laughs> stopping at three with Roger Moore.
0: <laughs> Whatever. We'll cover Moonraker one of these days. I'm man. not. I'm it's, not fucking coming on, on that. It's, you, 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 you. Hey. The uh, boat, dude. The boat. I'll, I get. gadget it, wise, dude. I like it.
1: Uh, yes, and the the horse's ass and all that shit. Okay. So, like, listen. Let's no,
0: talk to pussy. Uh, uh, I know, but still. <laughs> They blend I like in. But, uh, the pussy, hey man, I like that one a lot.
1: But what I'm saying is, I'll do that episode with you. If I'm shit
0: faced drunk, I'll have to Uber here. Uh, you know, I, I don't. I, I would say there's some things to love in Moonraker. It's got some moments. In it. You it's can always some find
1: sub-pieces. some things to love, man. But you know, once the hate I, I, fills in, you can't find the love back in, bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's got some moments, and oh uh, my goodness. Oh, <laughs> you know what? Uh, why don't Why don't we go ahead and uh, and break down and get into um, 1973's. Live and Let Die Live and Let Die And the music kind of comes in right now
2: Roger Moore is James Bond 007 In Ian Fleming's Live and Let Die My name's Bob James Bond Names is for tombstones, baby Waste him, now. James Bond is back, and wherever he drops in, it can mean only one thing. Trouble! This is the Bond adventure with more excitement, more action, more danger, and more. Much more. Roger Moore as James Bond 007.
1: Best best fucking Bond song open of all times. Really by, this is your favorite? Number one and then Skyfall is number two. Number one wow. is Blend and Paul. Dude, and that song topped like number like seventeen charts in the
0: U.S. and worldwide, man. It was was a a big big hit, man.
1: It was nominated for a fucking Oscar. Yeah, come on,
0: not not for Grammy too. Yeah, no, it was it was a big deal, dude. It's a
1: great song, too, man. It's It's probably
0: the first big deal, dude. I know, man.
1: And it's just like it's so rocky and jazzy and fucking Paul McCartneyism. I don't know what to call it. It's just Paul
0: McCartney, and ah, fucking so good. I don't know. It's like the first good rock and roll bond open.
1: Yeah man it is so good and uh uh Maurice Bender, man the the guy that creates the open title sequences oh yeah uh, that created most of all the bonds up to the late 90s i think before he died oh, now, I yeah i forget i forget dead? what his last one is i hope he's not dead mr Bender, if you're alive i'm sorry i love you to death you're you're a fucking genius you, like that guy broke some rule some some ground uh, with those open sequences for Bond, man. that oh, guy, yeah. That guy created some amazing shit.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. No, no, a lot of these are, are really great. Uh, th- dude, this is um, this is the heyday of Bond. Uh, we're talking about like uh, Ken Adams doing um, production design. Oh, I my think, God, yeah. I think he skipped this one. He did. But Peter Lamont... Is art director, co art director, I think, yeah. and he did like Aliens and, and all the oh, ladder yeah, bond I know, films. Can, I think he can, stopped around uh, Casino I, Royale. Yeah, but Ken Adams.
1: Oh yeah, you know the, Ken two, Adams th- is a legend. Two movies from now, we'll talk about that because that uh, man, the the fucking tanker and uh,
0: oh dude, dude, dude.
1: Uh, he used a jet like oh my god. We'll get back to that later. I'm like but, really excited, but yeah, Ken yeah. Adams like kicked some ass on the on on uh, <laughs> the Spy Who Loves Me, man. Yes, That he does, was incredible. All oh, practical.
0: Yeah, all practical oh, shit. No, almost all these sets are practical, dude. Like, even the UN. Like, when Live and Let Die opens and it's got that yeah. one shot of the UN. Yeah. They That's built that. The, yeah, I know. It's like, what?
1: For it's, two shots, man. Dude, you know what? Because fucking people cared about the craft back then. And it's, you, know, you know, you didn't have, like, let's put up some green screens. You, you didn't have that. You had, like, fucking do it now and do it right.
0: You yeah, know? you had people out there actually building the sets, man. And Yeah. These are all impressive sets. Every single I, I, one of these. Look, movies we're talking the, about.
1: The, there are good things for a green screen. There are amazing applications to enhance your images. But for the love of God, if you're a fucking new filmmaker, please don't fucking fuck with the green screen, dude. You you don't need it. It's not gonna add shit to you right now. Just try to shoot everything practical. Dude, you have resources I didn't have, and I'm not that fucking old. I'm 30, all right? When I started making <laughs> fucking movies, all right, I didn't have, like, go. let me go YouTube how to make this effect, you know? Just like, you know, you, you go and figure out. Now, if you want to figure out an effect, you're like, how the fuck did you do this? You Just YouTube it, and and you can find out how practically you do something similar. Um, unless you have a big production company behind you and you have, like, a couple hundred thousand dollar budget, dude, don't don't fucking do green screens. Just don't. It's going to look like shit, and everyone's going to fucking laugh
0: at it. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean you can usually like, you know, cut around things and and pick your angles well and show certain things and you can Yeah. You can do things a little bit more creative way than just, you know, throwing things with a, with yeah. a green screen up, but yeah. No, I, I totally agree with that, man.
1: Yeah. Uh, anyways, well, sorry about the rant. <laughs> but guys, you know, But well, he's I, like fucking green I, you know. So that, come on. Yeah, well, one of one of the reasons I like doing this podcast is, you know, if there's an ins- inspiring you know, inspiring some younger filmmakers or people that are making their first film doesn't matter what your age is. When I say younger filmmaker, meaning someone making their first or second film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I you know, I hope I hope they get some techie inside in there. I don't know <laughs> what's what's all this about. All right, get so, some words of wisdom, man. Yes, yeah, yeah. So so uh, so so back to live and let die. Uh, yes, open open song, man. Fucking awesome. Right? Yeah,
0: no, no, yeah. The, the, this this song is good. Um. You know, I I do find it's kind of weird. Like, this film has a very, like, heavy black exploitation film. Oh, yeah. But, but they please, didn't really go with, like, those elements in the song at all. Well, I know, because Paul McCartney was like, you know, it's kind of... I'm
1: writing it the way I write it, buddy, and, and you fucking... I'm Paul McCartney. You just... You, you take it or you leave it. Yeah, I guess that's know? true. Come on. Doing?
0: Yeah, you can't... yeah. Who's a Beatle here? You and, or yeah, me?
1: Yeah, exactly. And apparently, uh, uh, Broccoli turned uh, him down for something else before, and he knew if he turned him down again on this one. Okay, because he didn't want him and, and to sing the song. That's what it was. He oh, wa- really? Yeah, he wanted – I can't remember her name. She's a big uh, – Singer, She actually sings it in the film. Uh, She's an African-American singer. She sings it. She does a rendition of it inside the film itself. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah, when he gets sucked down into the floor. Yeah, I can't remember her name. So he wanted her to do it. And Paul McCartney's like, I will not give you the license to to use a song if you do that. And so he's like, well, shit, if I turn him down again, Paul McCartney will probably never fucking work with me. Because apparently he turned him down for something else pre that, you know, like years before. You, you know you burn your bridge with Paul McCartney you're fucked i don't care who you are uh well back then at least cuz that guy was That's like right. god back then dude well i mean yeah you know he he was a music legend um yeah, yeah yeah but no back then he was just forget about legend i mean he was like a living god like mean, all of those guys come on yeah. they they came out they're like we're more famous than jesus you know i mean come on you know <laughs> that was like one of their biggest things you know
0: uh, well, wait, wait. John, John Lennon was
1: the one that said that, right? That I know, was, of that course. But okay. you know, I mean, let's just say John Lennon spoke on behalf of everyone, including Ringo, whose wife was one of the Bond girls. What the fuck?
0: Yeah, yeah. And she is
1: hot as hell. Yeah. Fuck you, Ringo. Goddamn. There's hope for us. Yeah, the spy who loves me, world.
0: man. Yeah, he's married to that uh, Barbara Bach. Yeah, uh, man. Triple dude. X. Oh she is God. totally beautiful. What a hottie.
1: Um, let's let's give the audience a quick like three liner of the plot on Live and Let Die, just in case no one has seen it, just so they can understand where, what we mean by black exploitation in it too.
0: <laughs> well, I, well, I mean, okay, the, the, the plot of this is a little convoluted, but it's pretty much that there is a villain that wants to flood the streets uh, of the Heroine. United States, yeah, with just free heroin, and he's going to put everybody out of business, and then he can charge even more money. He's going to be the only person selling heroin.
1: Which is not crazy in 2017 because that's what pharmaceutical companies do, uh, you know. You know, hey. Um, so
0: he's not really trying to take over the world, but it's it's very Harlem themed. Well, I, I, okay. So this is what I this. It's kind uncomfortable watching.
1: It is okay. So the shot on
0: location
1: in Harlem. <laughs> And oh man, okay. So stunt choreography back then did not exist, guys. Like I know there were stunt people that did stunts. No, yeah, they <laughs> did stunt, Yeah, but they, you can't land the fucking punch to save your life. Apparently, in the seventies.
0: <laughs> well, they yeah, they on, sped dude, things not. up. Yeah, and, yeah. Anyways, you know, they, they uh, sped them up in the. Okay, so, so so guys,
1: aside from what we now consider a <laughs> comical uh, fist fight on in a movie uh, that a fourteen year old kid in in Germany can do better with, on his iPhone. Just, just like let's put that to the side. Yes, the the film does have a heavy um, black people are scary kind of a
0: uh, theme to it. Oh man, okay, look, now, re- Let, now, let's not dance around it. Yeah, let's be it, honest it's, about it. it. It's totally racist right now. It's yeah. like John Paul, uh, no, yeah. uh, uh, James Bond versus the black people. Yeah, it is. It is because like because <laughs> it, what's well, because every black person, with the exception of that one guy that works for Felix Leiter. Every black person in the film like, is bad. I know, or like a pimp, and and they make him look scary, and they they like they add the voodoo element to
1: it. I don't know. It's not intentionally. Again, it's a product of its time. It's very uncomfortable. Um,
0: it is totally uncomfortable to watch now.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, dude, like seriously. I mean, every, yeah, not only just every black guy is bad. Like every black woman is bad. Uh, yeah, that's the bad thing. Black man. people look scary in it. They they kind of like over animate them when they're doing their voodoo dance ritual, you know, and, and uh, they got the guys in like speedos and their junk is going up and down. They're coming up to the white woman with the sneak and, you know, uh, dude, I, come, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, no, yeah, hey, it, mo- mo- it's, it's most, bad. Yeah, man, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Dude, if you're white back then and you saw that, you're like, fuck, black people are scary. <laughs> I'm not fucking going to Harlem. I mean, no, I'm just, they're all uh, doing heroin. They're just
0: trying to jump heroin on the street I know, you know. They're all double agents. Every single black person is like a double agent that works for somebody else. Yeah. Mr. Big. But, but you do get your first bond in a racial kiss. Oh, yeah, okay, you get your first African-American bond chick ever, all time, and but they turn her... But she wasn't a full bond back. chick, yeah, but because... They turn they were, her bad, man. You know why? South Africa, bro. What does that have to do with South Africa? Oh, This, this so doesn't s- take place in South Africa. No,
1: bro, I know, it's, come on, man, it's popcorns, <laughs> and it's a fucking business. Back then, South Africa was still on apartheid, so they could not show, like, a heroic black girl with a white guy or also never played the film over there. Oh really? Yeah. So that's oh, why she wow. was originally written to be the the Bond girl, not a double agent. So Solitaire's character is supposed to be black.
0: Yeah, she was uh I think she was black in the book or yes. they wanted her uh, to be black. I yeah. can't remember. So Solitaire's
1: yeah. character was supposed to be black and the double agent was supposed to be just a normal white chick. And then they reverse it because of all of the fear of interracial stuff and backlash within uh US Southern cinemas and within South Africa as well because those are markets for them and they you know they'll lose money
0: i i actually always heard it's it's got it's got to be just pr stuff but i always heard uh, uh broccoli always say that They they did that because they didn't want uh, to have a black stereotype fortune teller, you know, because that was like oh fuck you, yeah, but
1: but a black stereotype heroin fucking dealer that was diabolical and had the fucking like you know I think uh, when he hit mobiles and Cadillacs get the fuck out of (laughs) here. I think
0: I think of that quote when he was saying stereotype was like you remember like back in um back in the day where they had the late night TV shows. You know, and there would be like, they'd have like some Jamaican uh, black lady, and she'd come on and be like, dial 1 800, and we can read your uh, palm oh, over yeah, the yeah, phone yeah, or yeah, some yeah, crap yeah. like that. I've, I've seen it on American
1: TV. I've never, I,
0: yes. Yeah, I think he was worried that, you know, the people would see that and just immediately start cracking up. So that's why, that's what he says. But I yeah. I have to say, you're probably. Yeah, he can suck. You're, one. you're right. You're yeah, right. Yeah, he can suck one. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah, you know, hey. You, you got you got to save face to the public, right? You can't yeah. you can't tell the masses that. Be like, hey, look, you know. Uh. I know, right? But uh, <laughs> so 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 like,
1: look, guys. <laughs> sorry, I'm just trying to stay away from the whole racist thing. I'm just so uncomfortable talking about it. Only because well, it's it, uncomfortable to watch, man. Well, yeah, it is, but it's fucking funny too. But that's why I'm uncomfortable because I'm laughing my ass off at it, and I'm like, uh,
0: well, it's just because it's. It, it's so it's so inappropriate now, guys. Know? I'm I'm being a yeah. snowflake.
1: I'm being a total liberal fucking snowflake right now. Well, no, it's shit. just when you know. I run for office, you know they're gonna dig this shit up like 20 years from now. They'll be like, this fucking guy was a snowflake. Don't vote for him. <laughs> Some pack will fucking run a fucking ad against me. that's he cut has my feelings. You know, what will be hilarious. Your kid will probably end up being an editor one day and edit that spot. <laughs> like, yeah, I remember that bald fuck. He's to coming to our house all the time.
0: Man, uh, my my kid needs to make money. He's not going to be an editor. I know, right? <laughs> um, it's also got a lack of bond elements in this film, where they they do depart a lot of things to make Roger more different. Like, they give him the cigar. No cigarettes, cigar. Yeah, right? He's got a huge cigar, too. Yeah. It's not small. But it's, it's like, not all the time, either. It's just a couple of shots. Yeah. When he's like uh, <laughs> getting like uh, ready in the hotel room or <laughs> yeah, his bath and everything, they let the snake out. That's yeah. an okay scene. Yeah. No, I know. It was kind of cool, man. You're know, like, yeah. oh, it's the first cigarette. He, I mean, cigar he had. Yeah, and then he, he orders a bourbon. Bourbon, yeah. Not, not no, no vodka martini. No vodka martini. No shake that not stirred. He does say the the Bond, James Bond line. He he delivers yeah. his introduction.
1: Yeah, and that's just fucking awesome. I mean, you want that, man. Yeah, yeah. That just that. gives you a hard on, you know?
0: Um, but they do things to separate him a little bit from Sean Connery. They the do. I mean,
1: they, they immediately, so there's no cue in this one. Yeah, uh, that's
0: the other thing. No cue.
1: Yeah. No Q in this one.
0: He gets uh, his gadgets
1: from M in the beginning. He gets it from M, and M makes a house call to his apartment, which you don't see again until fucking... Um, Skyfall? Skyfall. Spectre? No, Skyfall. One of those. No. Yeah. Skyfall Because, no, no, Judy Dench came. Yeah, Skyfall. Spectre, she was dead. Because uh, Ralph
0: Fiennes... No, uh, I think that's her house, man. It's in Skyfall.
1: No, no, no! The apartment. Oh, that is her house. Shit! Yeah, yeah he was waiting it, for her there. Yeah, I think, yeah. is, I think it Spectre. is. It is Spectre. Damn. Yeah. I mean,
0: you don't. You don't. Old. You don't. You don't see Bonds. Bonds crib ever? Because I guess he's never there. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's, <laughs> he's,
1: dude, he's around the world driving Aston Martins, fucking hot chicks. Why the fuck would you stay in an apartment? Uh, yeah. So yeah, he, he gets it from him straight. He was on a mission previously, and. Uh, the italian agent is missing and she's actually in his bedroom and miss money penny penny comes in and she like sees her walking out like with her uh like little like i don't know like g-string on i guess but i don't know if they had g-strings back then whatever it is like a very small underwear that a woman wore and she's like trying to cover up and she's like Shh, and money penny like hides her in a closet it was just it was a good scene man it was just funny yeah. it already started like the humor part you know like you you right away you're seeing the funny part of Roger Moore. It's just more comedic timing and like one liners. You know, it's uh,
0: right away from from the like off the off the top. I do like this film a little bit more than some of his others when they give him these little dark touches every now and again in the movie. Yeah, so yeah, when like when he gets done having sex with with Rosie and he's he's figured out that she is working for Mister Big. Yeah, there's this really bizarre scene where it's it's really cold where. He's just like, look, I'll kill you if you don't tell me this stuff. And he's like, she's like, no, mister, you're not going to do that right after what we did? And he's like, well, I wouldn't do it before. You do know what the Queen
2: of Cups means in an upside-down position? A deceitful, perverse woman, a liar, a cheat, and I'd like some answers now. Please, R. Uh, you don't understand, Sam. They'll kill me if I do. And I'll kill you if you don't. But you couldn't. You wouldn't. Not after what we just done. I certainly wouldn't have killed you before. <gasps> Damn, know, dude. That is some cold, cold shit. <laughs> I
1: know. I
0: actually have that written right here. I'm going, this is some cold shit. Yeah. I mean, they give Roger Moore some Fucked up lines in this movie. Like you go back and you actually like think about what he's saying as a character. It's like, man, you're kind of a you're kind of a it's dick. A dick, yeah, I know. But you know, it,
1: but he does it with a slimy little face and makes it funny. You know, I don't know. I mean, to <laughs> me, it is. I don't
0: know. Like uh, even Solitaire, like he like he tricks her into sex.
1: I know. And then she goes, I lost my power, and he's like, Oh, it, it's all good. I mean, you got me. <laughs> you and, don't
0: need the power. Let me ask you a question. Like, yeah. Uh, this this does.
1: Or By they, the way, Solitaire bring... is so fucking
0: hot, man. Oh, yeah. Jane Seymour. Yes. Oh, uh, Dr. Man, Quinn. Madison yeah. woman, man. So Solitaire uh, flips over these tarot cards and she can... Predict the future. Okay. I was going to ask you she now. See, she can see now, is, into the is, future. Is this supernatural She's... elements? Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, that's that's where a lot of the voodoo thing comes in and all that stuff. Because so, they
0: do keep it vague.
1: Yeah. So, so, th- so the reason this Bond villain... This Bond villain actually, um, unlike most other ones, he's... Two three steps ahead of Bond most of the time, rather than just like half a step ahead of Bond. I mean, we go from New York to uh, uh, New Orleans to a uh, uh, somewhere a, in the Caribbean. Well, it's imaginary island in the film, but they shot it in the like in the Caribbean islands. Yeah, uh, it's like Saint Saint something. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, right. I can't remember yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this guy is. All these steps ahead of Bond, and the main reason is because he has the secret weapon, which is Solitaire. She she reads the trots, and uh, she can see the future, and she can basically uh, help him out. Basically, uh, plan out uh, two three steps ahead. That's that's her. That was her special power. But I, I loved it when after he slept with her and uh, and then Mr. Big and whatever discovers. Well, he doesn't discover. It. Okay, so there's a confrontation scene, and uh, he he brings him down, and there's this whole like. Play on thing, you know. James Bond's got a watch that's magnetic. That's the first thing you see. That that's his big like gadget for this season. I mean, for this movie, yeah, his his magnetic watch, which is kind of cool because he used it to undress women.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's got a saw blade that shows up in the third act for no fucking reason. reason.
1: But you know, it's to cut. It's to cut the uh, to to cut the rope. Oh yeah, okay. It's it's there for a reason, but it just comes out of the blue. (laughs) Yeah, you gotta cut the rope. Well, because Q, you know, because it's M who presented it, not Q. Q is very detailed and thorough. That's true. M is just a government bureaucrat that cuts the fucking checks and gives right, you your yeah. next mission. You know, he's like, I don't know. It's a fucking watch. Yeah, you, you wear it. You know? I don't know how it works. And man. I don't know if you remember, actually, Bond is the one that told him this watch is magnetic. Yeah. He's, you know, he's like, oh, this is what taxpayers are paying you for, you know, giving you all these nice, fancy stuff. And he's like, well, actually, sir. And he takes the spoon from him, you know? That's right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that, <laughs> that was kind of cool. You know, it's like, oh, it's James Bond and cute together. Roger Moore. Damn, you can do no wrong, son. So mm-hmm. so there's a scene And so the guy Who played Mr. Big I can't remember The guy's name Yeah, Dakota uh,
0: From Alien Yes, yes
1: Okay, so So he comes up to him And he goes I mean, this is This is what we mean By exploitation. But first
2: There's one new question That he wants answers for In that case You better ship me Back to the island And let him ask in person I'm not in the habit Of giving answers To lackeys You damn lucky You got an air left To hear the question with Which is did you mess with that? That's between Solitaire, myself, and Kananga.
0: I'll tell him when I see him.
2: You ain't gonna see the sunlight unless you answer me! I had no idea you were so frightened of him. Did you touch
0: her? Okay, so that's, that's one thing we need to talk about. Because there's... Yafik Kodo plays Kamenga, which is the main villain, the yeah. bad guy of the movie. But we think is working for this guy, Mr. Big. Yeah. It turns out Mr. Big and Kamanga are the it's same. It's the same person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, so the Mission Impossible mask, mask comes off. D- I yeah. mean, did that did, that fool you at all? That never fooled me. I,
1: well, not now, man. We're fucking watching it on 4K TVs, bro. Come on, you know I, I, that I, never
0: fooled me, dude. When I was watching this on VHS, man. Oh, I, I don't know. You have better eyesight than me. Oh, really? This that that that, that surprised you when you saw this as a kid?
1: The, the first time, yeah. I wasn't a
0: kid. I was like 16. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can I remember. I grew up in Jordan, man. We're like 20
1: years behind over there on getting movies, unlike you guys.
0: Yeah, I'd seen all the the Roger Moore movies by the time Goldeneye had come out in in '95. So, yeah, so '95 is the
1: first time I saw Spy Who Loves No. '96 is when I saw Spy Who Loves Me, and that was my first actual. Oh my God, what is this thing? Oh, this is Bond. Oh yeah. Oh, awesome. What is this thing? Women and what's that? Is that breast? Oh my, what's going on here? Hello, and then you start imagining you like you fall asleep and you dream that you're Bond, you're saving this hot chick, and you get to like have sex, even though you don't know what sex is. Yeah, that was that in '96. All right, this is oh, a, yeah. yeah, but we're not getting there yet. That's that's
0: still two movies ahead. You know, we were, we were talking about it being uh, Bond and 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 Moore's Bond films being more reactionary to pop culture, and this was this is definitely an era where like Shaft was really big, yeah. and you know these films were making. Much yeah, yeah yeah they were ma- quite a big especially yeah. uh, at the drive in uh, so they incorporated quite a lo- quite a lot of this um did, did did you love though how they also made fun of
1: white people in this film oh or they kept With calling the them... sheriff no 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 oh. not, not black people making fun of like saying honky <sighs> i'm i'm talking about the louisiana sheriff he's like oh, what are you doing, boy? Like, there's a line here, dude. dude. They
0: say "boy" so many times. I dude, I, I God, know, man. Just, uh, that that he, his character is the one that makes me the most uncomfortable. Dude. Uh, oh yeah, the sheriff, the G G W Pepper.
1: Yeah, and, and he just it, the way he talks is just hilarious. I mean, he's. Was- it mean, was fucking weird. But it, is it was entertaining. <laughs> it was entertaining, date, man. Humor. It was so entertaining.
0: <laughs> it's it, it's weird when the when he shows up in the movie too because it it takes a very smoky and the bandit kind of turn in the film. And it's I
1: don't man, know. the first time you see him, he he puts a uh, he puts a uh, an African American guy against the hood of the car. You got a set of wheels, you just won't quit, boy.
2: If there's yours, that is, huh? You spin around, boy. Ten fingers on the fender.
1: I'm sure this ain't exactly your debut with this sort of thing. You picked the wrong parish to haul ass through, boy. Nobody cuts and runs on Chef J.W. Pepper. And it's him speaking,
2: by the bye. Oh my
1: God, this is the first introduction to like. The white person outside of England. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it... Uh, yeah, no, it looks bad, dude. Yeah. Uh, dude, yeah, it, it just... dude, it, But, you know, hey, I will have to say, it's got one of the best boat chase scenes up to that point.
0: Oh, okay, okay, yeah. All right. Yeah, in the marshes. Highlight of the movie.
1: Yeah, man, it was fucking awesome. And those are all practical, dude. They, oh, like, dude, they, it's amazing. They, I think they made, like, 36 of them, destroyed, like... 18 or 19 in oh sorry 26 of them destroyed like 17 or 18 in rehearsals and so they only had like only eight nine boats to actually shoot with and they oh, all yeah. got destroyed by the end of the fucking oh, oh
0: no man no, this is some great speedboat uh, the speedboat yeah. chase is amazing man it's a it's really a treat it okay it, it gets a little silly like at the end with uh yeah. <laughs> you know are they going through the wedding uh well no i like that you know that's kind of like that that spielberg touch where it's just like oh let's cut to yeah, you yeah, something, yeah yeah you know. like
1: a natural thing that would be happening
0: yeah know, let's yeah. get to the sweet moment where everybody's just enjoying regular life we can yeah. all identify and with then, this <laughs> and, oh there goes your wedding cake with the speedboat because <laughs> these james bonds just rolling through here but the boat at the end it just it just Runs up a ramp and for whatever reason explodes. And you know, it's, it's big, it's over over the top, but I don't know, man. It works, it's well,
1: fine. There was a reason Bond uh, threw kerosene
0: on him, dude. And, he, he threw and, kerosene on him, and his boat went up a metal ramp,
1: yeah, because the guy couldn't see because he threw it on his eyes. And yeah, and, and Bond, why did the it, boat blow up because it went into wouldn't it just sp- crash? Well, no, but it's got kerosene. I'm dude It's fucking movie <laughs> magic, bitch. I fucking justify it. <laughs> I don't know. I know fake it's,
0: news. It, it, it is what it, it does bother me though. But uh, uh, just because how it's shot, but yeah, yeah no, I don't no know, but the boat, the boat chase is the, great. The boat, the boat chase is awesome.
1: Uh, man, all, the, the locat- jumping over the cars yeah, is great. The locations they shot, it's awesome. um Man, all the stuff that they did with New Orleans people, like chasing them. They'll, they'll those were fun. I mean they had some good taste in there. Guy Hamilton directed this film, so I mean, you
0: know, guy returning from uh what did he do? He did Goldfinger. Mm-hmm.
1: So Guy Guy Hamilton And back uh, then, Diamonds and... are forever. He did that yeah. one too, I believe. Yeah. So Yeah, Guy yeah. Guy Hamilton was a pretty big deal back then. Except he couldn't do Day for Night correctly. Uh other than that, it was uh, it was
0: good. I meant Day for Night was hard, dude. Day dude, day, day for Night. Day, was day hard.
1: for night was just fucking shitty in this film. I, I just that's the only it thing is. that bothers me about this film. Um, yeah, yeah. But man, what a great, uh, what a great first outing for him, you know? Yeah. Uh, three exotic locations, um, dude. Great I, music, uh, good gadgets.
0: Love the black turtleneck he wears at the end. Oh, uh, dude, I know. The, so the, d- the again, that's
1: that's that's a that's a. That's a like Steve McQueen, you know, product if yeah. it's you know they're following trends kind of thing. That's a that's totally I a like Steve McQueen though. thing. I know, man. He he pulls he, it off.
0: He looks good in it, man. I know. Uh, and yeah, they get rid of the Walter PPK. He ends up having like some giant. It looks like a forty four Magnum. Well, you know why? Like
1: because they saw Harry, uh, Derry Harry and they went to they even went to Clint Eastwood and he's like, nope, uh, an American should play it. And uh, well, yeah. yeah. Thank thank you, Mister Eastwood, for being so generous to other people's cultures and not appropriating them. No man, they they did they they went to, you know they went to Dare Harry man that that guy made a lot of fucking money and he became huge. All right. Come on, that's why the gun is like a, a freaking revolver
0: this time. Yeah, come on. Yeah, I mean yeah. You know, yeah. Dirty Dirty Harry was what seventy one. Yeah, something like so, that. So um, seventy
1: two. Yeah, no, they they went to to Eastwood. Eastwood said, Nah, I'm good.
0: Yeah, well, they they approached Roger Moore before this. He they, he was going to be they um, did, but he was the replacement sh- for Honor, uh, Majesty, Secret Service, and for yeah, of Forever. Yeah,
1: but um, you know, he, he like it wasn't fully committed that Sean Connery was going to be out. He's yeah. uh, like uh, such an Amer like a, a, a an English gentleman. You know, I was going to say American gentleman. I don't know if those exist, but like a. <laughs> A British yeah, they gentleman. Yeah, man. Come but, you on. know, like a, a true meaning of the gentleman. Like, you know, I will not step on someone's toes. This is my fellow actor. Sure, we got, we sure got one. You know, my esteemed colleague. Uh, so, yeah, now he said no. And then uh, when, when he finally got the blessings, actually, from Sean Connery is when he said, I'll take it.
0: What do you think of the inset piece with uh, how, pretty much how they take out the villain in the end of the movie? What, what, I forget what it's called. It's the shark round. Where it's it's a, it's a, a oh, bullet with compressed air. Yes, yes, it is. And, a, oh, yes, and, yes. And they shoot Kamega and
1: he so so. He so, so, up. so this is the first Roger Moore. I don't know the obsession with fucking sharks, man, back then, because, like, oh, you know they also approached Steven Spielberg, not on this one, they did on that, The Spy yeah, Who Loves Spy Me. The Spy Who Loves Me, yeah. Uh, well, but, they,
0: they, they put a little something in that movie, we'll get to that.
1: Yeah, yeah, so this, this is the first one out of the Roger Moores that has sharks in it. I don't fucking know, man, like... I, you know, yeah, Ed
0: is in. Um, what, you only live twice. Yeah, yeah. It's like
1: Osparana <laughs> fish. Austin Powers, man, got it. Like got that shit right. It's like I watch sharks with freaking laser beans. Like it, yeah, he got it so right in that. Yeah, um, Austin Powers is totally digging yeah, on that. I know these it was fucking shows. awesome. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, yeah. So so towards the end, they they end up you know on this island. There's like a. A lower bunker where they were making all their cocaine basically and distributing. It's like their operations center, but um yeah. you know, uh Doc Mr. Big had like a a shark tank in there. Um <laughs> and he, he would uh, he would like like you toss, do yeah you know? like, like dude any fucking Bond villain would have a, 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 a <laughs> secret layer yeah, exactly you, you... he's got a secret lair with yeah. some sharks without, without freaking laser beams <laughs> let's just get any kind of carnivorous uh, fish yeah. and so in. you know he's got a tunnel where he would load shit in you know and like um, you know take ship it from the island to the main island you know and all that stuff and uh, anyway so Bond and, and the girl end up being uh, Solitaire end up being there and they like hook him up on this fucking lift and uh, yeah, and then Bond uses his watch, <laughs> you know, and he cuts the fucking thing with his like little saw blade on the watch or whatever it is. It comes out of nowhere. Nobody yeah. knew anything yeah. about. Uh, it. No, it jumps out, punches the guy. Nineteen seventy styles with a, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, it's hilarious, man. He just grabs a freaking like air bullet that we never talked about before.
0: Well, no, he sh- he shoots the couch with it. That one scene. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That yeah. one guy whisper. Yeah. Who the. <laughs> Who is this? Like this bearded black guy that goes around? And is like, hey, hey how's I, it going? I know that very black exploitation. I mean, there's a, a lot of black Hitchman guy in there in this movie. Oh yeah, we we
1: haven't even talked about the guy with the claws, man. That guy was awesome.
0: Yeah, that guy was cool. But, but I mean, anyway, what do you, what, but you never, you never, oh, say. oh, yeah, what did, you, yeah. What did you think of the, oh, the blow up?
1: It, it was awesome, cartoonish, but it was fucking, again, this is for, this bond is for 10 to 14 years old, man. That, that scene got a big laugh out of me when man, I first I saw cannot, it. I cannot, yeah, I can't stop laughing. Every time I see it, dude, I, just I loved died. it. But, you know, I was like, you know what? What a good way to take a motherfucker out. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> it, it It is, it
0: is a fun climax. I will say that. That
1: was fun, man. Yeah. It's silly, but it's fun. Uh, yeah, no, I, I liked it, dude. I, it was... I don't know. I mean, of course it's silly. I mean, not just about how impractical yeah. it is, but just the way it was done, too. Because, I mean, you can clearly see the cut from the actor to a balloon uh, that looked like the actor <laughs> that had, like, s- sludge and shit filled inside yeah. it, and it got, like, pulled by <laughs> a string up to the ceiling, and as soon as it hit it, a charge went off and it just went... <sighs> but... It was kind of I don't know, and it was it was a cool idea, bad execution, but good idea, and you know, yeah,
0: And what are you gonna do at the time? I mean, like, but I, who would write in a script that like? I think that's a I know? don't think that's a script thing. I think that's just Guy
1: Hamilton on set going, "Fuck it, guys, let's just do it."
0: <laughs> You know he's sp- kind of known for that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's Goldfinger, like, that go- he yeah. gets sucked up yeah. that airplane, and yeah. that is also kind of comical yeah. at the end.
1: Yeah, like uh, Guy is yeah, like true. I can imagine he's just sitting on set. He's like, uh "Hey guys, you got three hours. I figured out how I'm gonna kill Mister Big. Fuck the script. Go get me a
0: balloon. Make sure it's black." blow I, it up when it gets to the I would, ceiling i would have loved to have been there they were shooting that I oh, bet- oh my god i bet you that was hysterical
1: well i know but you know what dude you're you're misunder yeah i i think you're overestimating british humor i think everyone would have been like very serious about it Oh, now think we so? think, oh, dude, yeah, dude, British people are so fucking serious about shit.
0: Oh, I mean, no, I'm i sure they would have been serious about how they're executing it, but, I mean, come on. They, you know what you're doing is, like, comical and funny.
1: Uh, you know what, man? Back then, um, no one can look. That's why DPs were, like, magical back then. No one can there was no playback you can't see it on a monitor while There's you're no during, playback yeah but... you know I mean do you know. so what I'm saying is but no dude, one in the crew would have been able to look at the monitor and go that looks fucking silly you got fucking eyeballs bro I mean
0: come I on know, it's a balloon I know, man. I know it's like wacky wavy <laughs> inflatable arm tube man getting shot up to the fucking ceiling and exploding you know it's like when I say that you know it's not gonna be guys we're not so kidding great. if
1: you have not fucking seen it go YouTube it I'm sure that clip is up there it's fucking awesome but if you have money buy the fucking movie
0: yeah 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 broccoli
1: family is really starving now nowadays you know
0: no they're (laughs) doing alright good Daniel Craig pulled them out of the swamp that's my
1: fucking joke those guys have like private jets dude (sighs)
0: yeah are are we done here we need to
1: yeah why don't we do you want to take a break and then uh, come back and talk about the next two
0: that's right we'll come back and talk about 1974's The Man with the Golden Gun
1: what do you know about a man called
2: Scaramanga the man with the golden gun he always uses a golden bullet. This trinket set with a note requesting special delivery to you. I've never seen Mr. Scaramanga. Mr. Bond, this is impossible. I can't. I can't tell you. Don't kill me. Who? Scaramanga. Roger Moore, back in action in the exotic east. As James Bond, 007, on a collision course with the most dangerous man alive. The man with the golden gun. Hold on, sir. James Bond on the job. The girls are willing. I've dreamed about you setting me free. The pace is killing.
0: Alright, we're back. That was the trailer for Man with the Golden Gun. Followed up a exactly one year after the release of Live and Let Die. They're out to make some money. Yeah, dude, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta solidify
1: Roger Moore. You know,
0: uh, this is the the last two, uh, last film that was done with Broccoli and uh, not Saltz- Broccoli. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah Broccoli the- and um, Saltzman. Mm-hmm. They were both producing partners on all the Bond films up until this point. Yes. And after this, he had to. And it's the last Guy Hamilton Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. That's wh- thats for- where I thought you were going
1: with. I, f- I forgot about the producers.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's—it's it's his last for a reason. Now, the Man with the Golden Gun holds the distinction of being one of the—I think it's the second lowest grossing Bond film. Yeah, I think so. Like, it only made like twenty million dollars, which is pretty low. Um, I think worldwide made under a hundred million, which for a Bond film, it—you know—it—it it, it scared him a little bit. Yeah, but it was not Roger Moore's fault. No 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 it was definitely not Roger Moore's fault
1: there are some good elements in that uh, in this film and uh, actually the 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 theme the plot is kind of relevant to today it's uh deals with a you know a little so it's a little convoluted it's like they took two or three scripts and put it into one but um it's very convoluted Bond has a nemesis. Scaramanga, Scaramanga, Played by the great Christopher Lee. <laughs> Which is dude, Passed he is away. so good. I know. Rest in peace too, man. But, yeah, right. Um but some of these great guys. Yeah, I know. But that guy, uh I mean obviously he, he was like friends apparently with
0: Roger Moore in real life. But um Yeah, dude, he's like uh somehow he's he's like some cousin <laughs> he, he is relation the, he to is Ian Fleming. S-
1: second cut. Co- he's is the, second the only Yes, yeah, second cousin, the only <laughs> uh relative, uh which is kind of cool, man. You know, like that. That's you <laughs> yeah, know? that is cool. And even the the name "Scaramanga." I can't remember per, verbatim where it comes from, but um, th- I know Ian Fleming. Like loved a neighbor he had in one of the because you know he was a very secluded person lived in different places and like islands and all that stuff he was yeah yeah he was really big in Jamaica I think
0: yeah he was big in Jamaica which well I mean not big in Jamaica he lived in Jamaica he lived in Jamaica Jamaica, but yeah (laughs) like
1: one of his neighbors somewhere else I don't know if it was in Jamaica anyway his last name was Caramanga you know and he's like I'm gonna use it as a villain and he's like and so he he corresponded with the guy via letter and the guy pretty much said like yeah you have permission to do
0: it just please don't kill me. And what happens? He dies. <laughs> Make me cool. Hey, uh, can you can you write it where I have like a third nipple? Yes. What, what, what do you
1: what do you think? Yeah, yeah. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know about the third nipple if that was in the f- in the books or not. But no, uh, I'm pretty
0: sure that was not. Yeah,
1: that was silly. But so yeah, so so was like the top world assassin, and he somehow he put out a someone put put a bid out on Bond's head for a million dollars or pounds or whatever it is. To take him out. <clears throat> to take him out, and, you know, you start out, and, and you get this golden bullet with 007's... Uh, Dude, I love that. <clears throat> yeah, I know, but I love how he's like, oh, this can't fire. It won't even kill me. It's got... Sh- the, the the weight of it got, like, messed with or whatever by putting 007 on it. It's, it's fucking cool. It's brilliant. But then all of a sudden, the plot towards the end switches, and Scaramanga is, like, trying to control the world with, like, electricity? Yeah, and, the third like, act. solar... solar Power generation, yeah.
0: Which kind of made for a cool set. It makes him not the villain, right? <laughs> I know. Well, nowadays you're like, fuck, <laughs> fuck you, Bond. Yeah, th- <laughs> let this motherfucker live. We need that power. Go, yeah, go 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 stop the world. That's g- <laughs> guy, guy guy taking over the world. that's gonna nuke everyone. Man. Yeah, let this dude. Uh, yeah, off.
1: yeah. Like like fucking let him give fucking free solar power to everyone. Like, what's wrong with that, you dick?
0: <laughs> uh, Christopher Lee's gonna give everyone clean energy, man. What's your problem? <laughs> Yeah, so it's yeah. it's kind of weird working in the energy crisis from the 70s there, like a little the gas shortage. Yeah. working that into the script, making it a little topical.
1: Yeah. Uh they they still felt, you know, followed the uh we're going to try to make Roger more different, so uh, when you first see him, you know how like with Sean Connery, you'd see him like trying to be funny by throwing the hat and catching in front of Miss Money Penny. Oh yeah. And and you know, Roger Moore doesn't need that man. He just comes in with that cute little line, you know, drops it in. It's kind of funny. Just walks in. I'm like, damn, that's awesome.
0: But dude, I love that man. Like even in the gun barrel sequence, yeah. when you see Roger Moore like pop out for the first time, even like Live it, Let Die, like he doesn't have that little bowler yeah. hat or yeah, I don't even know what it's called, but yeah. You know, it's just like he looks a little bit more, I don't know, sophisticated and it's badass. Fucking suave, yeah. bro. I know that's I, I what I'm like was he comes saying, out like, yeah. with a bow tie, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome, man. Yeah, it's he's got he's got a nice swagger to him. I mean, yeah, Roger Moore does seem like he's a little bit more at home in the bond role, and, and,
1: and he's actually funny. He's actually funny. Like he's a he's got good comedic timing. Unlike you know Sean Connery and stuff like that. So yeah, that's he doesn't have to have a gag like Sean Connery does to like get a laugh out. You know.
0: Yeah, and uh, Sheriff Pepper comes back in return. He
1: he does he. I mean, okay. So we're talking about like racist stuff and all that stuff uh, in this <laughs> too. But you know, okay. So so this is <laughs> Are when we're Bruce, gonna make fun of Asian people. <laughs> yeah. So Bruce Lee is big. Around this time.
0: Oh, yeah. That's right. And they're
1: like, guys, we got to have him go to Asia. And uh, homeboy's got to have a karate class. And those are some of the funniest scenes ever put on camera. Seeing a white guy with, like, fully trained on karate
0: guys. Uh, that was just fucking hilarious, yeah, man. Yeah, it's like watching uh, John Saxon fight in another the Dragon. Yeah. But it's like, he's like the, he's the you know, he's a little white guy. You know he doesn't really know martial arts. I and know. And
1: And his pose, man, it was just hilarious. And then, like, you totally got that, like, 1970s kung fu effects, like, sound effects, where, you know, like, a couple of guys are sitting in a room going, psh, ah, psh,
0: psh. Hey, we're going to have a bone break. Get, get the celery ready. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just fucking hilarious, man. You, you, you get Q in this movie, but you get Q, but you get no gadgets. What's up with that? Yeah, I, I, yeah, you know, I think I think they were slowly trying to bring him, you know, bring the whole thing back in. But uh, this had less gadgets than uh, Living, Let Die, though. I mean, like he literally—I don't think he had a single thing. Uh, Scaramunga had the cool car that transformed into like that airplane. <laughs> that airplane. Uh yeah,
1: with the rocket engine on top. That was that was actually a cool <laughs> scene, man. I kind of liked that.
0: I I always I have always loved like the little warehouse where he's transforming his car into an airplane, and like right before it's getting ready to to take out of the hangar, yeah. the way the the warehouse like just falls apart yeah. so the plane can open up. I, mean, I don't. It's so cheesy, but it, it, it is it is.
1: And and guys, it's cool. like
0: a commercial like heyday of
1: commercial filmmaking. You know, as oh, cheap yeah, as yeah. possible, as as the the biggest gag as possible. Get it shot in one shot with one camera. Get the fuck out. You know. So one of my one of my only pet peeves in this film, um, they didn't obviously shoot this there, but the, he has a scene where he goes to Cairo. Man, goddamn it, man, I'm fucking tired of seeing this shit in movies. Uh, and I swear to God, like every time they show an Arabic person, like oh, we're going to Arab, like you know, Arab lands, even nowadays too, man. Like when they go and you know they're showing something they're shooting in the Middle East, you know where where I come from. Uh, dude, oh, yeah. they, like, fucking got everyone there with, like, you know, the, like, the traditional white, like, thub, the guys, like, they're wearing the traditional Arabic thing with the turban on top. I'm like, fucking, no one wears that shit, dude. Yeah, you no know. No one wore that back in the 60s either or the 70s in the fucking, like, dude, they're, like, go watch some Egyptian cinema in the 60s and 70s. You'll see women's with, like, cleavage look, and, like, dude, like skirts and, like.
0: Americans, we all saw Lawrence of Arabia. Uh-huh. And we were just like, look, that's what everybody from the Middle East looks like all the time.
1: Yeah, right. I mean, it, it, they <laughs> did in 1917, but like not fucking 1970, whatever the fuck it is. 74. Come, come on, dude. <laughs> you know, they had a belly dancer in there that you can clearly tell she can't fucking belly dance at all. You know, like what's this white girl doing fucking belly dancing, dude? You know, and she's got she's got I don't the, know, man. she's got the little belly button thing with the with the bullet that she dug out of the, the guy that got assassinated on top of her so that he goes there to find out yeah. the origins of the bullet uh and that's where q comes in q does like a forensic <laughs> analysis that's what he brought
0: and then a wall blows up and that's like that's the only thing you yeah. get you get the little the gag well, they're, going they're, off in yeah, the background they're, they're re- where the gadget goes yeah, wrong they're, they're
1: reintroducing the world of q in this one you know he, he doesn't need the gadgets you know um
0: i don't know i mean you know yeah. it, it was kind of cool shot all in thailand uh, well, yeah, yeah. In the, you know the Thailand scenes. You know, I I do like the boat chase again. They have another little boat chase, and yeah, I th- I think that's good. The whole little karate fight school going into the boat chase, I th- I think that's well done. And yeah, the car chase that follows is, I think that's the highlight of the film. Yes, yes. I mean uh, that that was very well done.
1: Um, I think that was like Guy Hamilton just uh, trying. Here's the thing, too. By the way that that they do a little Dukes of Hazard jump with that car. Oh uh, uh, yeah. And everyone goes, oh, yeah, because of that fucking whistle that Guy Hamilton had in there, like the woohoo, you know, like, I don't yeah. know. Like, yeah, yeah, John
0: Barry put that in the, uh, the Yeah, and the they score. all regretted
1: it, whatever. But that was actually a badass one-time stunt. Oh, no, that stunt's amazing. He used computer simulation. That was fucking cool, bro. In the 70s, computer simulation, like, someone fucking mathematically calculated the degree and the wind and all that stuff. And, and the stunt driver did it one time.
0: Did you see that stunt? That's insane.
1: I know, man. It was awesome. Practical, I bro. I can't believe they did that. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Let's bring the fucking Fast and Furious guys, see if they can do that shit. And then let's, th- let's like, throw a
0: whistle in and ruin it. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's, it, you know what I mean? Because it's such a badass moment. The Bond theme should have played in that moment, man. Yeah. You know? like It should have been the big Bond. That's where this one... This one, the humor in this film... Kind of misses the mark a little bit for me. It goes it, a little too it, goofy. Yeah, it's a little too a ho- yeah,
1: it's a little too hokey. Yeah, like that. Man, the, like I would have rather them cut out all the sound when they did that stunt, and it would have had more of a dramatic impact and it yeah. did with that whistle. You know? Yeah,
0: like well, let the Bond theme hit right when the car lands. It's like yeah. yeah, yeah, that would be
1: great. I know, man. I read, I read somewhere that Guy Hamilton just thought that the. Stunt was so perfect that no one would believe that it actually happened, so he had to kind of like comically make fun of it with a sound effect. Um, He's crazy, dude. I know. I well, again, that's the reason this is his last film (laughs) as Bond, as a Bond director. Sorry, Uh, hey, you know, they should have brought him back on uh, again just to like, you know, make up for this. So, so aside aside from that, let's talk about all the awesome honey pies uh, Mr. Bond is getting in this film. So, he's got. Goodnight. Who's the MI6 agent in Thailand? The worst to him. fucking agent of all time. I, well, you know, uh, could
0: they have written a stupider female?
1: Well, and and they I dude they made her blonde and like she ruined she- I mean, she was hot as hell don't get me wrong like fucking hot but, but do they-, they go out of her way in they- the they- script
0: to make her retarded. I know
1: they they made it that way <laughs> it was weird it's like oh let's hire a blonde chick and like make fun of her all the time like yeah. her butt is gonna press this one button and like yeah trap. I'm like why guys <laughs> the well, our- whole
0: reason the place blows up at the end is because she- yeah. her ass and, and forget
1: about <laughs> <laughs> literally guys I'm not we're not joking <laughs> fucking yeah, go watch the film of yes ass. because her ass the first time you see her you know you can tell she has a little history with bond she's been trying to nail him like physically fuck him yeah uh that's what i mean by nail him i wasn't trying to like give you Windows yeah. here like she was literally been trying to fuck him for a while and homeboy keeps like give her the cold shoulder so she finally like one night you know she does something what i can't remember what the scene was before but you know enough to where he's like you know someone has to keep you kind of warm or whatever it is so they they go to bed together and he's about to you know, have sex with her and the uh, mistress of the villain all yeah. of a sudden shows up and so Bond puts her in a fucking closet and <laughs> fucks the other girl. I mean, that scene is just... Okay, but wait, before you even put her in a closet... He hid her under sheets, had the girl who was hitting on him sit on the bed with her under the sheet. That that was just so fucking weird, man. That's so misogynistic. Like, you can tell that was written by some guys. It's like, yeah, that's my fucking fantasy. Some girl want to fuck me. I don't want to fuck her. I go in bed. Uh, yeah, this other hot chick comes in. I'm going to hide you in the closet and fuck what? her while you're sleeping.
0: Bond is a total dick to women in this movie. Like uh, like physically un- too, man. He's yeah. hurting some of those ladies. Yeah. Like, fucking- like Scaramunga's girl,
1: man. Yeah, he's like fucking – like he beat her Like yeah. and-, and like twisted her wrist and he's like, you're going to tell me now. I'm like
0: – Yeah, he like threatens to break her arm yeah. if she does not like, give information. How he portrays it in this movie versus like *Live and Let Die* is like uh, Roger Moore's performance here is still kind of he's still being playful. He is because
1: even that and it makes it
0: more off-putting, kind of now. Well,
1: yeah, it, I mean, to us, like, look, yes on the yes on the twisting arm, but on the uh, girl under on *Good Night Under the Sheets* and uh, well, the fixing yeah, yeah, co- that, That's but, not his mean spirit. But, but you know what? But no, he he played it so well. Like he he just comically played it in that scene. Just with his line deliveries, that I don't think any other Bond could have pulled that one scene off other than him. Man, he he really oh, okay. Uh, no,
0: no, hey, all right. I got what you're yeah, saying he, on he, that. Yeah, yeah. He, he
1: brought a little humor to it. Like this is, th- come on, guys. You know, I I know you audience members. You know, you know this is not real. <laughs> this is not gonna happen in your in your you know biggest fantasies in the world.
0: There's some weird weird moments uh, in in this film for sure. Like, look, looking back on it, how, yeah, how the Bond girls are are really treated and. And good night, especially like the script. I feel like goes out of Uh, their way. Poor girl, man. Poor girl.
1: Scaramanga, man. Uh, You know, we we talked how good of an actor he is. It was not a bad character, other than the fucking third nipple that was weird. Um, But that funhouse. So so Scaramanga like basically (laughs) has a funhouse in his lair that he uses, where he um, basically brings in the top assassins in the world, and if they can kill him, they get to keep all this money. But if he kills them, he's Still the number one ranked fucking assassin in the world. That's right. He yeah. needs to
0: practice, man. <clears throat> exactly. So he's got like this. He measures dick, is yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, so there's a got, lot of dick. He's got a little
1: fun house and uh, you know, he, he has a henchman uh who is awesome. He's like Knickknack. He's like he's like the French Batista, like uh little man Batista version and 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 with he's getting angry at the knobs because he he would like control the playhouse where he, in the past would beat all these other would be assassins in it, yeah, uh, and the final showdown is between him and Bond in there. And there are all these like, you know, reflection mirrors and big mirrors, small mirrors, animatronics
0: coming out, you know, you know, that was kind of cool. That was a cool setup. Oh, I liked how he's like, he's got all these killers. He's got like Al Capone and like, uh, like, I don't know, some Western guy, like a Billy the Kid or some kind of outlaw from the West. And then the very last one is Bond.
1: Yeah, exactly. So the very, very last one is Bond. And that's how Bond ends up killing him. Uh, You know, he takes the place of the wax figure and okay, kills Okay,
0: which, you know, dude, I was watching real closely for those edits in that mm-hmm. film. That is bullshit. They totally cheat because they show that Christopher Lee, mm-hmm. or at least the way it's cut, it looks like Christopher Lee has direct eyesight to where that statue I is. I know, and,
1: and it had all its fingers because last time you saw him, he cut off, you know, he yeah. shot off his four fingers. I don't know. Bond got so pissed off at all that shit, and, like, he did something practical. He's like, oh, I'm on a platform in this room... So he like finds the edge and goes under the platform and just like you know uses like like a monkey bar you know to like get to the to the other area to defeat. Defeat Scarumanga. That was. Cool. I did
0: like, yeah, I did think that was cool. Yeah, I was like, you know, that
1: that guy Hamilton being good and he's not blowing people up. That's a balloon, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that was that was a cool way to to get around that problem and everything. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I I did think uh, that was
1: awesome. But sorry, back to Nick. <laughs> funniest scene is after Scarumanga is killed and oh uh, oh oh my God, and, and Bond is with uh 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 good night fucking Nick, I'm sorry, I can't hold a straight face, man. Nick that <laughs> comes in there and it's the most funny, awkward, inappropriate in our world scene. Fucking Bond finally puts him in a suitcase and throws him off board.
0: <laughs> well, no, like, like he, like, like, ties him up to the, uh, to the top, the, the top of the mast yeah, or yeah, something yeah. at the end.
1: But, but he put, yeah, but he put, puts him in a fucking suitcase. Yeah. That's how he controls this well, guy. It's,
0: it's so demeaning like even when he comes back in the room after dealing with it, and goodnight's like oh, you didn't like you know you didn't you didn't kill him right like all these other bad guys that you murdered—that's yeah. totally fine. But the little person, guy—you guy. didn't kill the little yeah. one, right? He's, not, he's, not the little cute. guy because he's cute. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, bitch! I don't care how tall he is—he's trying to murder us
1: <laughs> uh, with wine <laughs> bottles. <laughs> that's a good way to go out.
0: Oh my god! Yeah, this this uh, yeah, Bond Bond has never been known for its its PCness, but you know that that's okay. It, it, it's a time and its place, and. Yeah, it's so boys. It's still an enjoyable for... film. Do you like this one? I, I yeah. I I don't know. I I kind of liked it. This is this is one of my 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 least favorites of the of the Bond series. I don't I don't hate it. I always enjoy watching it. Like, you know, I, when I go do a Bond marathon, I still I still put it in. Yeah. The chick that actually plays uh, Scaramanga's um uh I don't know, is like his girlfriend or Yeah, the, vixen, whatever. the,
1: yeah. the, the bad guy's vixen. Yeah. <laughs> the bad bond girl
0: yeah. uh what was her name Moad something Ma- Maude adams yeah Maude, she yeah. she actually returns and she um plays octopussy
1: oh yeah yeah yeah
0: and, yeah that was the cool. yeah the other yeah so she's like one of the few returning um oh you know what we didn't mention either uh felix Leiter from um Live and Let Die. It's the same Felix Leiter from License to Kill.
1: Yeah, that was uh, one of the very few that did a double. Yeah,
0: yeah. like him and that uh, what is it, Jeffrey Wright. Uh huh. Um, Je- from... Je-
1: yeah, Jeffrey Wright from uh, Casino Royale.
0: Yeah, yeah. They, you don't you don't get a lot of, of Felix Leiters. Usually, they're always different in every single movie. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the the one constant is either M or Q for most of these films, and then everyone else is like, oh, that's kind of special that they brought that one person back in a in the same role or you know in in uh mod adams uh um, thing like a different role
0: you know yeah oh man you know my favorite set in this is not the, i mean the layers or whatever i you know I kind of feel like the layers are a little cheap in this one but my favorite set is the uh oh, i forget what it's called i think it's the queen elizabeth the ship Later in the movie, like you, you know, you see it, and it's like, it's a sunken ship. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In where Hong their Kong's harbor. Yeah. Where yeah, head, yeah, yeah. And, like, MI6 headquarters. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. They, when they walk in the it's interior. It's all slanted. Yeah. Dude, I love that, that set, that, that was
1: that was, a, that was a cool set. That, that was is a, my favorite set in the movie. a cool set.
0: You don't see stuff like that too often. No.
1: film. Actually, it makes sense, like, logically, even back then. Like, because everyone would be <laughs> eavesdropping at each other. Like, the only place you can is, a, like, oh, fucking sunken ship in the harbor <laughs> Mi <my> six quarters
0: <laughs> Yeah, that was actually a real ship i i actually had to look that up because i was i was interested in that. oh was no like,
1: shit really i thought yeah. it was a model
0: no no that's a it's a real ship they i think wow. they got it out of the harbor in like the late 70s or something holy but shit it's not there now they Damn. dismantled it since but that's yeah it's kind of cool yeah some uh, apparently some guy burned it down for insurance money
1: That makes sense. Uh, It's in (laughs) Hong Kong, bro. That's how you make most of your money there. (laughs) You buy something, you take insurance, you burn it down.
0: Man, you got anything else on uh, Man with a Golden Gun? Nah. All right, well, let's move it over to 1977's The Spy Spy Who Who Loved Me. Me.
2: Within minutes, New York and Moscow will cease to exist. you on there. I know, James. I'm sorry. I have to get her off. How? Well, well, well. A British agent in love with a Russian agent. Your time's running out, Stromberg. Yours too, Mr. Bond. Yours too. It's the biggest. It's the best. It's Bond. And beyond.
0: All right, we're back and we're talking 1977. That's right, same year Star Wars came out. The Spy Who Loved Me. Oh yeah, and we're going to talk about that too. <laughs> this, what?
1: This was a bigger film. Than Star Wars. Oh, yeah, yeah. Budget wise, uh, budget absolutely. Wise, yeah. And, uh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, it made some money, dude, but.
0: Not Star Wars money, though. Not Star Wars money. Not but, Star Wars money.
1: Uh, man, they, uh, they had so much, uh, faith in <coughs> Roger Moore's third outing. You can see where the money went in this one. Yeah. And yeah. this was by far the biggest budget, uh, film, I think, that year, period. Uh, this was a very. Oh, was it? film for them this was 14 million dollars compared yeah. to star wars is 11 million dollars
0: and i think the other two uh Walking insane bro the other two installments i think were like around seven million budgeted yeah like seven nine somewhere in that ballpark it's hard to keep track of figures from that <laughs> long ago yeah so that's why they're not 100 percent sure all that stuff but. yeah
1: but dude uh 14 million for um spy love me holy shit yeah and that's 70s money Man, that's that's not even eighties dollars. That's seventies dollars. Yeah, that's when, that's when a dollar can buy you like two cokes and a bag of chips.
0: You know what's crazy? This is still uh, Roger Moore's second highest grossing Bond film. Yeah, you know what that you know what his number one is? Uh-huh. Moonraker. Fuck you. No, I'm not kidding, man. Moonraker was actually the highest grossing Bond film for a very long time. Wow.
1: Yeah, well, it, it made two
0: hundred million dollars worldwide back Fuck in the me, day.
1: Dude, I'm not. I'm not gonna make anything of value anymore. I'm just gonna make shitty films like Moonraker <laughs> and fucking make money that way. Like,
0: <laughs> well, I guess I, audiences want some stupid shit. You know, I, well, I I think it was. I think it was. You know, his biggest one because this one was so well loved and so well. You know, all the Bond elements are here.
1: Which one, uh, Moonraker or no, um, no, the the Spy, Spy Who, Who Loved Me? me. Yeah. Oh yeah, Sorry. dude. Okay, so Spy Who Loved Me. I mean, yeah. um, really quick. It is of the times, politically. I mean, we're talking about, you know, the plot is... Yeah. Um, Cold War. It, it is. Uh, so these schematics to a um, a way for a satellite to trace nuclear uh, submarines Yep, uh, gets stolen. And so you got a uh, British spy, uh, 007, from MI6, and then you got uh, a girl who we're going to talk about <laughs> who is one of the best well-written... <laughs> Females. I'm sorry. She is man. She is. She is good. She, okay. She, I, 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 and 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 her and her character is very much made equal to Bond. Uh, and you don't see that until in the end. Until the end. Uh, well, until the end. But yeah. you know she's very equal to Bond. Come she's she's still a woman in Bond's universe. She has to get fucked by yeah Bond. yeah. Well, but. What I'm trying to say is You need is,
0: Bond you want your hero to save the damsel in distress at the end. You know, I mean but, you gotta look at where, where yes, this was made. No, of so, course so, of yeah.
1: course. But she is equal as far as like, you know, I mean, right off the and we'll get into that a little bit more, but but she she has a lot of traits similar to Bond. So before there was uh fucking Vin Diesel Triple X, there was this hot girl triple X, and <laughs> she's Diesel's a KGB XXX. agent. And um and so, anyway, so basically the whole thing is a billionaire dude that, like, works in...
0: Who's crazy.
1: Yeah, who's crazy, works in,
0: like... Not marine my, biology, my, yeah. Marine biology, he, yeah. He's obsessed with it. I, they don't ever say, yeah. like, how he got rich. He's yeah. Just a, he's just no, a rich dude.
1: Yeah, he's just a rich dude that's obsessed with marine biology and goes out of his way to build a city in the middle of the ocean. And, and, and But, dude, everything about this film is awesome.
0: Yeah, he's like got an underwater city that can yeah. come out of the ocean.
1: Yeah, it's not it's necessarily cool. a city at that point. It's just a... a a floating uh villa basically for him that yeah. has like you know helicopter pads and um fucking tankers can land in there and all that stuff but his vision yeah. is to build a world because his his thing is he wants Russia to nuke America, America to nuke Russia and then restart <laughs> the society of humans in a underworld uh uh like sorry in a sea world yeah like, uh, that's S- what yeah he
0: wants to, he wants everybody to live under the water
1: yeah so you don't really see it very well. You have to pause it, but he's got he's got like mutation on his fingers when when he's pushing that stuff. So, you would think that he just feels like um I guess maybe his motivation if you read into it a little bit more, it could be bullshit, but No, no. Yeah, yeah, he's like mutated and he he just wants to like build his own kind of like he wants to build mankind's future in his own vision rather than God's vision. And so he's trying to use the superpowers to wipe out each other, and then he has this, and he has a select few coming uh, to live there, and he can run it the way he wants to run it.
0: Kind of a, kind of, kind of a dumb idea, though. He should just – like, if he wants to build a city under the water, just build a city under the water. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, whatever. But,
1: uh, yeah, he's – it's got to be yeah. –
0: And it's like – like, when mo- mo- you all watch Austin Powers, yeah, and it's like, where did all these henchmen come from? This is the film where I'm, like, watching oh, – yeah. like. That's where How they did keep... he hire all these people to like kill everyone yeah, on planet Earth? Like, I know. Hey man, you know what? Let's just destroy everything, you know. <laughs> man. Let's just fuck it. Let's fuck all of yeah. it. Fuck it, man. Let's go live under the sea, dude. Let's yeah, live, let's okay, go. Let's go underwater. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Dude, hey, you know, you can, you can survive nuclear winters there if you can live and breathe underwater. <laughs> uh, mm, but yeah, it, it, yeah it, it's it it, it it is by far one of the best bond films. I mean this is up there in my in my opinion in my book. Oh, um, it's got all
0: the elements in play for it's
1: sure. It's got all the but it's so well done. It's got really awesome one-liners. We'll get to talk about that. Amazing stunt work. Fucking oh, yeah. great production design. Oh, like f- like holds up till this day, production design. Like, holy shit.
0: Oh, no, the sets are incredible,
1: Amazing, man. man. Oh, dude, it was
0: so fucking good. Ken Adams, man. Holy, like
1: bow down to that guy.
0: Yeah. Uh, out, out, you know, outside of uh, You Only Live Twice, I think these these have my favorite sets. Yeah. Of all the Bond Uh ones.
1: For the first time, composed by an American composer, Marvin Hanlish. Rest in peace, dude. <laughs> Well,
0: yeah, oh. you know, I thought I thought John Barryman did every single one of the scores. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad for. once I know one
1: trivia that you don't, <laughs> guys. You I have, thought I thought he did all of them. You have no idea what it's like to know Brian Elkins in real life. You are put to shame every fucking day of your existence thinking that you're a film fanboy. You're totally not. You
0: Just about movies, man. I suck at everything else in life. Just, like, just that. I think other than Quentin Tarantino, <laughs> this guy is the next guy. <laughs> I don't know. There's just so many of these elements. Like uh, the, the vodka martini is back. It's ordered. By Triple X. That's yeah, why I that's love true. this film. Triple X orders it for him. It's yeah. like the lady will have a beca-
1: There Again... They're in a fucking Arabic place. What the fuck is it with their Arabic uh, in, Where are they? They're in Egypt, right? They're, they're in, in Egypt. Cai- Cairo. Yeah. And they make us villains all the time.
0: I guess we are villains. I do. (laughs) That's not just a Bond. That's just like (laughs) American action cinema, period. It's just like, who's going to be a bad guy? We either need a Russian Russian or a a Middle Easterner. Or or we do The Spy Who Loves Me. We throw in a couple of Arabs. We throw in a couple of Russians. We're good to fucking go. Everyone's a bad guy. (laughs) When we got to the odds, we're like, what? We can make North Korea bad, too?
1: This oh god! Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I, love, I love how communism. <laughs> communism just keeps giving us
0: villains for uh, cinema. Oh god! I know, right? Uh, uh, Red, yes, state. Red state. Red <sighs> state. But you know, I, man, I really, really dig the car sequence in this. The oh, Lotus that god, comes in, dude, the,
1: the, oh, dude. Everything. The gadget. Q giving gadgets is yes. in the first Roger Moore car gadget.
0: Oh, dude! And this is a great one.
1: So check. Q check car check yes. Fucking martini, shaken not stirred. Check. Yes. Hot girl. He's not beating up and actually having sex with, and they're like having like a little. That's rivalry. true, man. He's not check. beating her up. This yeah. has a
0: much better tone. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. I, I'm
1: I'm Bond. I don't need to beat you up. I can fuck the information out of you.
0: Check. The comedy is better played in this film.
1: Dude, I, this is I think where he like fi- yeah, well, I think this is where he finally like became comfortable with being the Bond yeah. that he needs to be. The suits are awesome. The fucking tuxes he's in are awesome. He's wearing a white jacket in one of the scenes in here.
0: Especially uh that yeah, the Cairo scene, man, when yeah. he shows up in that tux, he Damn, does. Yeah, man, look good I right know, dude. man. I'm like, God dang,
1: dude. This homeboy looks good, man. I need I need to fucking get in shape again or something, like
0: my mom always had a saying like you. You can't be James Bond unless you look great in a tux.
1: I know, right? That is. There's. There's a lot of truth to there, that. There so is right. a lot of truth to that. Um, what, what's your favorite thing about this film? And uh, when was the first time you saw it? Uh,
0: this was. This was actually probably the. I think this was the second Roger Moore film I saw. The first one I think I saw was um, the one after For Your Eyes Only. Mm-hmm. Was the That's first cool. one I saw, um, which is a n- little bit less comical for Roger Moore. Yeah, it was you a know? little more of the serious ones. Yeah, it was it was it was a little <laughs> bit more grounded, but this is my favorite one, man. I saw when I was a kid. This is the one I rewatched over and over how, again. How old
1: were you when you watched it? Oh,
0: man, I don't know. I was I was probably 10, mm-hmm. 11. So what why was it your favorite like when you were 10 or 11? Uh just just because, man, it's got it's really I would have to say it's it's the cars and the stunts. Like this movie is yeah. 2 hours which for a bond film's pretty short it's
1: like 210 though i think or oh is it yeah, is it 210 yeah. or something it's around like that? there yeah
0: or 205 yeah it's yeah. A, but that's pretty short for a bond film and man this this joker just moves yeah dude and it's got so much action in it and the dude the car the car with the helicopter dude that lotus is fucking awesome man yeah when the missile goes out of the top of that car <laughs> and blows that helicopter yeah. up i've i've lost my shit as a kid Dude, I know. That was so cool. That Man. was just so cool. I was just like, oh, my God. And it's floating around underwater. Yeah. And then there's another underwater battle that oh, happens dude, with it. Know. That was so cool, dude. It's just it kept building and building and yeah. building. And there's just there's no there's none of those dull spots no, when dude, you're a there, child there, 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 where there were, you're like, I don't care about them talking about this yeah. stuff. Let's get to the action.
1: There were, there were no there were no beats missed in this one. I, I fucking love this film. And um, so as I said before, this is my first. Introduction into James Bond, and this was like '95, '96. So I lived in Jordan back then, and um, we have to say, Triple X is cleavage at the wazoo in this film. Like, you, <laughs> I mean, he, she's got like. Oh, no, dude, Loka, there's a shot with
0: her in a shower. I know. Where you straight up C- see side I, I
1: know, I know, and it's awesome. I loved it. I but I remember that it's Chuck. So, so growing up there, um, you know, on Jordan TV, they would play these movies, right? Uh, but they would cut out a lot of those scenes. So you never got the gist of a scene sometimes because... They, wait, wait,
0: you're talking about the, the cleavage?
1: Even the cleavage scenes. Like, no, no, even oh, like really? she's wearing like a very low cut shirt and like her titties are almost coming out, you know? Because I mean, she was wearing some really, really... Like
0: local. They shirt. just cut shots out or do they cut the whole scene out?
1: No, they'll cut like shots out of from within the scene. So it's not like a professional fucking editor. Oh so my god, so that is yeah. probably really confusing. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> yeah. How so, the
0: fuck do you follow movies along? Well, yeah. let me
1: tell you how it happened. So we were like upper middle class there, and we had a taller antenna than most people around us did, and we were able to pick up Israel's channel number two, which was a like movies only kind of channel in Jordan. And my first seeing with this was was with my cousins and my mom and my dad and her sister and her husband. So you're like,
0: all this cleavage is kind of making me
1: uncomfortable, dude. <laughs> it was so uncomfortable, bro. <laughs> and and like they were like, going, oh, you know, kids, you should probably. I'm like, oh fuck, what they? What are you talking about? I love this film. I'm like, what is this? What is this guy? Who is this Bond? James Bond? What the fuck is going on? Uh, and so like, I figured out that it's gonna play that like. 4 hours later like in a re- replay you know whatever it is so i waited till everyone went to sleep and it was dubbed in hebrew and i couldn't speak hebrew so i watched that bond this the spy who loved me in hebrew dubbed by myself and man just fucking fell in love with it. I mean, not just with Triple X it... cleavage, but like okay. with everything. Just Bond it... saving the girl, Bond getting the girl at the end, you know, the hatch, the escape hatch that the they end up like, you know, his supervisor, the KGB and the MI six heads, you know, end up uh uh, looking into and you know the film ends on that you know where he yeah. and triple x are in there you know there he's like he's all wet and he's like are you gonna kill me now and they like Let's get out
0: of these wet clothes get out
1: of these wet clothes yeah you know he's like what did you say the <laughs> the siberian training survival training that you had uh man i was just like holy dude i would have like dreams about that shit. Like, I wanted to be Bond so bad just so I can get someone hot like her so bad when I was, like, 11, 12. So were yeah, these awesome. so are these subtitled or were they dubbed? Uh, the first viewing I ever saw of this was dubbed in Hebrew. The second viewing I saw was just in English and I understood English, so... I didn't have
0: did that? Subtitle. Did that blow your mind, though, like, when you when you heard Roger Moore's voice for the first time, like his uh, actual yeah, voice. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. It was like, holy shit, this is awesome. This I, dude, I,
0: I remember hearing like Jackie Chan's first voice, like his actual voice in yeah. Rush Hour in for Rush the first Hour, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh my god! I'm so used to the white guy that's yeah. been been, Vio-y. been like, <laughs> dubbing him over for all this time. It's like, oh my god, that's what you sound like. That's weird, that's man. That's funny, man. Yeah, because yeah. I lived with Jackie Chan for like eight years with that one guy. Oh, uh, dude, yeah, do. And
1: Jackie Chan is huge over there too, man. Uh, in in, yeah. in Jordan the Middle East. But yeah, I mean, thank thanks, you, thanks, Israel, for uh, letting your airwaves hit Jordan because that's how I got to see this. <laughs> yeah, we we with the tall antenna. That's before we we had a, a satellite dish that was able to capture like four or five different satellites, you know. But you know, I'm I, I, like as an adult now though, like here's what I appreciate more about this film. So, when we start out, um you got you got the parallel universes that these guys are in. So, you got the KGB like equivalent of M sitting in his office, and they do this nice big nice dolly shot on him. He goes, you know, his his whatever secretary walks in or whatever. And he's like, "Where's Agent Triple X?" and and she's like, out on assignment. She doesn't say he or she. She just says out on assignment. And they cut, and it's a guy. You know, like a Russian guy with this girl. And you're like, oh fuck, there's another like Bond dude. You know, hanging and fucking some girls, but he's
0: Russian. You know. I do. I th- I thought it was Bond. The first. Like I remember that. Yeah. I was thinking that.
1: And so then, like, well, oh. but then when he turned, I was like, okay, well, now it's a Russian bond, dude, you know, I'm like, okay, yeah. that's, you know, and then, like, you know, the guy, you know, then the the little uh, speaker on the side k- starts going off, you know, uh, and, you know, it's like, Agent XXX, come in, Agent, you know, of course, they have to do, like, the Russia the bad a- English Russian accent, <laughs> hey, comrade, yeah, yeah, R- a- Agent XXX, come in, Agent XXX, come in, for <laughs> 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 we speak a Russian here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. and so she, Russian and then answers. she leans over, and she like she's the one that answers it. Blew my fucking mind. I was like, oh shit, it's a girl agent, and she's a uh, she's like sleeping with the dude, like the other way around. And then it almost cuts immediately to um, M coming out to go money panay. Where's 007? She's like, he's out on mission, sir. And he's like, tell him to pull out. And this is what I love about one liners. He goes, tell him to pull out. And then it cuts to James Bond getting off of a girl.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and she's like, oh, James, I need you. And he gets called on his thing. He's like, so does England. But James, I need you.
2: So does England.
0: Oh, dude, no, that ski sequence is badass. Dude, it I was badass. I like that.
1: Appa- apparently, the parachute almost fucking got slashed in half because the... Well, okay, so the ca- there were, like, more than one camera that were supposed to capture yes. it, but the guy was going so fast that only one caught it, and that's the one that made it. Onto uh, the film, and dude.
0: That is the Union Jack parachute opening up. Is one of the dude, best. It is fucking off. Band. Actually, and
1: it's not a, It's not actually a Union Jack. Uh, is it not Union f- Jack flag? No, it's it's not correct. Like it doesn't have the double lines or something like that. You know, it's like some fucking British Columbian. Way yeah. to go, whoever made uh, that parachute. Yeah. Way to um, fuck it uh, up. Fucking production prop guy, dick. Uh, these movies are made in. The yeah, UK. but I think you guys think they, they, should know they, what your no, flag no, they, looks yeah, like. Yeah, but they sh- they shot this in Canada, I think.
0: Oh, they shoot this. this part no, anymore?
1: this one part. Yeah. Oh, did they really? Yeah, I think that's. Uh, I think that's what my notes are saying. Man, they, that's crazy.
0: I don't know why they would. Well, that. Well,
1: they I mean, they, I, they go all, all over the world for
0: this stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But usually, like when they like you know do mm-hmm. big snow stuff, they go somewhere bigger, or yeah. something like that. But I mean. I, you know, we haven't seen uh, Snow in a Bond film since, like, what? On uh, Her Majesty's Secret Service. So this was yeah, a, but a that nice was, Yeah, and
1: that wasn't, like, even... A, that was a one-time Bond, you know? Like,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You know?
1: Uh, like, the one-liners and the action in this film make this the modern badassery of, of James Bond action films for me.
0: Yeah. Oh, They also do some really good moments, too, where it's not just, like, the comedy and explosion stuff. Yeah. Like, them actually... Um, uh, taking apart the nuke—that's actually pretty. That's a tense scene. It is. It is. That, that's actually well done. Um, and like Bond riding on the uh, surveillance camera, the big uh, gold round oh, sphere. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know when they start playing the Bond theme and yeah. everything, it's just like man, you know, like some of these sequences here, like really fucking work and they're really serious. And, and, and the make sets, Roger more badass.
1: The sets are amazing, and it just adds to yes. it too because they're so intense, they're so mammoth, and they're so giant and like. They just command presence on screen.
0: Yeah, no, this, uh, I think at the time, it's definitely not now, but at the time, this was the largest soundstage ever built. And at Pinewood, they, they still have the 007 stage right now, which is, I don't think it's the largest, but it's one of the largest sound stages in the entire world.
1: Yeah. I mean, it had to be big enough because they fucking built a, a half a tanker in there. Like, that, yeah. they actually built that shit. And they built it to where it
0: swallows a submarine. It's fucking nuts, man. Well, I think like their old set, they actually built their soundstage around it. Yeah, and made that other one the tank.
1: It's fucking nuts.
0: Because they, yeah, they like you said, they have three subs in the middle of the set. Yeah, that's crazy.
1: I mean, dude, it's it's massive. And guys, you got to remember, like the way they did that is lighting. Do you know? do, Do you know Stanley Kubrick consulted on lighting this?
0: Oh, yeah, because Ken Adams uh, was the production designer for uh, Dr. Strangelove.
1: Yeah, and he said, hey, I need need a little help. It's a big-ass fucking soundstage. How can we light it? Yeah. And
0: Kubrick, fucking Kubrick, told him how to light it. What? Dude, it's it's, it's all about those connections, bro. It's about who you know, right? Dude, I know. Ken Adams must have sucked some good dick or something like shit. Oh, man, dude. Ken Adams is... I mean, everyone has a hard on for him. Right? Yeah, well, I mean, he's he's from a different generation. Dude, of I, I know nobody's I, gonna build sets like he did. Dude, every...
1: it, it's but guys, like it's 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 camera lens perspective and actually building the shit. There's no like, let me put a green screen halfway through the fucking thing and we can CGI the shit in. I mean, this was like honest to fucking god.
0: You're right about picking your lenses. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's perspective. Yeah, too. That, It makes it bigger. Yeah, that's it's very important.
1: If if you want to do a visual film like this you're better off if you're a visual director than an actor's director, to be honest. Um, yeah, I think most ca- of these camera guys speaks are... more than, than acting in these kind of films. Yeah. Um, it's great if you have the best of both worlds, like if you're Steven Spielberg or uh, Martin Scorsese, um, that's just fucking wonderful. It is what it is. Uh, yeah, but the sets are just incredible, and uh, they did some mat and they did some 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 matting in here. With, yeah, uh, you know, they did a lot of model work. Yeah, well, but, they had that whole
0: city like coming out of the ocean. Yeah, and and then like you, you know, know
1: the helipad with the helicopter landing on and off, and but that looked real too. I mean, like that was how good it's it was. A, well, know?
0: it does, but like you know, it's the problem with water. Like you can't make like waves. You you can't you can't, you can't miniaturize ha- yeah. water. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But but you know? it was for, for it what it was, it's not no, no, that it bad.
1: Yeah. And and this is the first time the world got to see a jet ski on film. And back then it was not called a jet ski; it was called like a water glider or something like oh, that. Oh, dude, that
0: I totally it. remember yeah. they bring that out. Yeah, Q has to drop it off to Bond. Yeah, it's
1: a big deal, dude. It, it, dude,
0: it is. I mean, and Q hand delivered the car too. Um, dude, on the on the VHS cover of the yeah. box was not the poster of this; it was actually James Bond on that in that little water ski.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah! It's very like, yeah, like uh, <laughs> almost pre eighties, like <laughs> I don't, <laughs> like these I don't sports activities. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember which
0: VHS. I mean, these Bond movies have been released on home video so many yeah. times, but yeah, nah, no man, version,
1: this, this, is, this is an awesome film. Uh, man, this is why it's so uh the the fucking henchman in this is awesome. Oh, oh we got to talk about Richard God, Cowell's, dude, uh Jaws, yeah, man.
0: Jaws is great, man. Uh, okay, yeah, we were talking about earlier about they wanted to get Steven Spielberg for this movie. Mm-hmm. And then Jaws kills Jaws, the shark. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know that that was a
1: little dig. And oh, and and guys, this is the second shark film in three <laughs> films for Roger Moore. Roger Moore and sharks apparently uh, go hand in hand. In uh, you know, with villains in in his movies, uh, they all have a theme. They all live in a shark universe.
0: <laughs> Dude, I thought this was super cool when I was a kid. Man, watching Jaws like bite the shark to death. Yeah. I'm not- it's a little cheesy now.
1: It, it is a little cheesy now, but dude, it was cool, man. Uh, he, he obviously is not a good actor, so he didn't
0: have a lot of lines, but uh, like delivery-wise. I don't think his voice really matches- His body, yeah. His look, you know, because he's he got an extremely menacing presence. Yeah. And I Dude, he's a tall, big fucking sweet.
1: motherfucker, man. Uh,
0: yeah, but he's yeah. a scary guy.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, with the with prosthetic teeth that he has in, or whatever, you know. The, oh no, uh, yeah. I we yeah. in a fight with that? Game. No, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. They had cool stuff with him. They had cool stuff in uh, in Egypt with him when he was uh, when they they were oh, all yeah. uh, by the columns, you know. And then did you uh, kill Fekish?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I kept wondering, what the hell is it's that guy's name? Fekish. Fekish? 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 shish. What? Fakish. <laughs> fuck. 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 What? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dude. Did your parents hate you? Why did they name yeah, you? Yeah, like it is. Uh, why did
1: they just fucking name him Adam? You know, Adam is a pretty common Arabic name, guys. Like fucking name him Adam. Like You but, got anything else? Nah, man. I, I just love this is this is one of the best Bond films. Uh not just because I had my first boner looking at triple X, but um <laughs> the the sets are awesome. Uh She is a
0: gorgeous uh, Bond girl.
1: Dude, gorgeous. And she's fucking married to Ringo. Get the f- Fuck out of here.
0: I cannot. Believe it. I almost bit. I bit my tongue, and yeah, was, yes, that you is for, the you most crazy thing.
1: About, right? you you're like you just forgot. You're like mentally. We talked about it earlier in the podcast, but you just forgot. that's how much you can't believe it.
0: <sighs> I mean, he's the ugly. Oh, come on, that, Ringo got that. I hey, he's got he's got some
1: talent. You know, we're gonna get hate mail.
0: Hey, bitch, it's not about your looks, it's about your talent. Ringo's talented, well, dude. I guess I guess drummers drummers bring it in, man. Because... fucking
1: Tommy Jones apparently got a big cock and. Can and get Pamela Anderson, you know.
0: There you go. Look, uh, drummers of the Beatles mm-hmm. brings in Barbara Bach. All right, so Roger Moore, man, we're we're we've talked "Live and Let Die," "Man with the Golden Gun," "The Spy Who Loved Me." What's how do you, how do you rank the three that we've talked about? "Spy Who Loved Me," "Live
1: and Let Die," "Man with the Golden Gun."
0: Yeah, I'm the same way.
1: Yeah, yeah. "Spy Who Loved Me" yeah. is definitely the best Roger Moore bond with the worst. Open song and open title sequence. <laughs> Spy who loved
0: me. Has, you don't. You don't like the uh, nobody does it better.
1: No fuck no you don't man. Like that song. Nah dude. And and the Maurice Bender was just like. was um, alright. Yeah, he's like I'm kind of fucking. I don't know what to do with this thing. You just throw some girl with her hands and holding something and uh, it just it's the worst. Live and let die. <laughs> Levin' Let Die, the best song and title sequence open of the Roger Moore. Actually, fuck it. Up to Skyfall is the best. Levin' Let Die is the best song and sequence open until Skyfall.
0: I, I don't know. I, I, I like Goldfinger a lot. I'm a big, big Shirley Shirley Bassey fan. Yeah, okay. But- and she returns for Moonraker. She she did three <laughs> Moon songs. Moonraker! Moonraker fucking sucked, Moonraker... Yeah. Oh, and on, on. your listenership dropped by eighty five percent. That's right, dude. <laughs> no, look, uh, she did. She did Goldfinger. She did. Uh, was it Diamonds Are Forever? Hey, I'm, and Moonraker. I'm not. I'm not
1: dogging her. Diamonds Are Forever is fucking awesome. That's oh, a great that, song too. Yeah, that's that, a great one. Yeah. That, that's number three for me. You yeah, know, but like You
0: Only Live Twice is also very well done.
1: You Only Love Twice is really well done too. Yeah, you're right. I like that one. Uh, yeah, but no, definitely number one is Love and Let Die. Two is Skyfall. Then Diamonds Are Forever. Uh, but yeah, anyway, do, uh, Roger, Skyfall I do like a lot. Roger oh, Moore, man. So man. If, if you want, if you want a silly bond and have some laughs and just enjoy it, just have something pretty to look at. If you're a girl, you can have something pretty to look at. If you're a guy, yeah, you can have something pretty to look at and swing either way. I mean. They're all pretty to look at, whichever way you swing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bond movies, just beautiful people are everywhere.
1: I know. It's fucking unfair to the rest of humankind. But <laughs> if that's what we have to present for the end of days, again, legacy-wise, I'm happy with it. That's awesome.
0: These are human beings. Yeah.
1: Please watch it, Exceptional. Man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Roger Moore, man. What a legacy. It sucks that we're not going to see you anymore. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of sad.
0: Yeah, I, I am too, man. He was he was a great Bond, and it's uh, it's a shame we're starting to... To lose bonds, man. Because yeah. this this is the first one to pass away, man, and it's gonna it's gonna break my heart when Sean Sean yeah, Connery goes, Mr. And, you know, Connery. and dude, you know Timothy Dalton. It's not gonna be Timothy Dalton, man. That guy got
1: fucked out of the bond. He should have played two more. Uh
0: yeah, yeah, Timothy Timothy Dalton. He, I think he's probably. I I consider him the most underrated Bond. He is, man. He is. Because everybody I, I, gives him shit. And it's, Timothy it Bond, isn't fair. Man. He,
1: was, he was great, man. Yeah, he's just uh, right, right, right Bond, wrong time. That's that's what it was. Yeah. Um, well, I
0: don't. I don't think Bond was really made for the eighties. No, know?
1: no. Bond in the eighties did not click. Bond nineties. Yeah.
0: Uh, Bond 60s, that yes. Bond yeah,
1: 60s, 70s, yes. Uh, up to most 70s, yes. Not so much 80s. Yes on the first or second of the 90s. Fuck yes on the 2000s. I mean, like, right, dude, well, fucking Daniel Craig. I, th- yeah. I think
0: the only 90s Bond was Pierce. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm saying I don't like all of Pierce ones. I, I like GoldenEye, and then I like...
0: Um, Man, dude, I like all of them, uh, but the last one. Die Another Day well, is the only die, one. Die Another Day
1: with Madonna. Uh, singing the song,
0: uh, I do like the Madonna listen, song,
1: though. I die. Oh, dude, no one wants to listen to us singing this. Yeah, uh, yeah. dude,
0: no, we, look, come
1: on, <laughs> hey, we, we can do karaoke. Now. Um, <laughs> oh my god, I forgot Rosamund Pike was in Die Another Day, dude, before she did, um, Gone. Girl. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, she is, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Emma Frost, god, or so I forget what her character's hot. name is, something she's Frost. She's
1: <laughs> so hot, too.
0: Actually, you know what. You know, the Bunk Girl is kind of weak, with the exception of the Spy Who Loved Me in in, in these three Roger Moore outings that we've talked about. Yeah,
1: bit. yeah, the Spy Who Loved Me, man. Um, the one, one have of the, all be good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not Scaramanga, but I mean, acting I wise, he was great. I, he yeah. he was great acting wise. Yeah, but you know, just uh, some of the shtick. Oh, you're they they talking about like what do. they? Uh, yeah, the yeah. the shticks they gave him to do. You know. Um,
0: you know, I did like how he put his gun together, though. I I
1: did the yeah. golden gun when, when he killed that businessman in Beijing. You know, yeah, like the, and he's
0: like taking his pin apart, yeah, yeah. and it's that he's is do- and a And he's doing it slowly
1: pro. while the guy's like bitching at him. Yeah, and then like as soon as he's done bitching, he's like, <laughs> he's like, he's always like that mausoleum. Put him in there. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's fucking great, brilliant writing, dude. Oh my goodness. But yeah, I don't have any any, any last thoughts on that. I, you know. Rest in peace, Roger Moore. I you know, if if there is a heaven, uh I hope you're there, buddy.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He should be. Just having uh big cigars and uh either bourbon or um vodka Martini shaking that shirt. Yeah. All right guys, so I guess that's gonna do it for us uh tonight. You've been listening to the Movie Crew podcast. If you guys want to get in touch with us, our email address is themoviecrew at gmail dot com. That's the movie crew crew is spelled C R E. W E, that's right, extra E at the end of that crew at gmail.com. Uh, Waheed, where can people follow you, sir? Uh, all social media at W A Films. There you go. If you guys want to follow us on our social media platforms, we're at Movie Crew Pod on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Uh, guys, please go to iTunes. Give us a five star rating. Uh, five star rating helps people find the show.
1: Go and give five stars rating. It's not gonna kill you. you're getting this podcast for free. It takes a couple of seconds. We're very appreciative of your time and then I promise we you we'll figure out a giveaway sometime soon to incentivize you, but do it now. it'll be awesome
0: we're gonna we're gonna play the Man with the golden Gun reprised It's what they sh- they play at the very very end of man with the golden gun uh this is by Lulu um and John Barry did the music and then after that. I can't think of a better way to do a tribute to Mr. Roger Moore than to close out with Nobody Does It Better uh, by Carly Simon. Enjoy!